Blog Talk Radio. And relax in this beautiful space that you've created. Stand up. Okay, we're going to expand the energy. You're going to do it the form with your eyes closed. So you internalize the energy completely. So just close your eyes. In order to go out, you got to go within. Tai Chi is my method of doing it. It allows all energy condensed in the very core of your body. And as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms, practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it. And some marvelous things will happen. I won't spoil your experience. If you are not sexual, you cannot be spiritual. Because it takes energy to be spiritual. It takes energy meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic, deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions have had after that. And in this way, we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow to be in this lifetime. But I found that this is very effective for developing my sexual energy. And, and when we talk about sexual energy, we're not talking about making love. We're talking about the natural energy that flows through our body that makes us alive. We put the connotation sexual because that's how we deal with it. But there are many ways of using your sexual energy. Creativity, writing, painting, your martial arts form. Many, many ways. But this will increase your sexual energy for what we call love play. It just takes a little practice to get this current going. Do your breathing. And instead of energy going out into the earth, it goes into your system. If you really want to communicate, and the only way we as men can really communicate with a woman is opening up a heart chakra on a heart to hear. your first step to learning how to use fudging or anything else. It's developing your sexual energy. You see, the microcosmic orbit is, is for your health. It creates this orbit around the body and goes into the five internal organs. The cobra breath works strictly with the spine. But the yoga that we just built, it, it works through uh, the thrusting channel in Tibetan. I mean, uh, in Chinese. Business called the Uma Channel, right in the center of the body. 
And we say that, well, I don't feel it. But you got to develop it. you got to develop the sensitivity of it because it's there. Just because we don't feel it one or two times, we ignore it or forget it. That's why it takes discipline. And what does discipline mean? You've made a decision to do something. Completion. And when we look at that word completion, nothing is ever complete because everything is constantly changing and moving, changing shape, changing energy patterns. So this whole thing that we're doing here from the physical, the martial arts, into the mental and spiritual things, it's, it's not a three-day wonder, you know. It's your life. And as you exhale, slowly open your eyes. Very slowly. Child, Kaya, are you on? I'm in the building. What's going on? All right, all right, all right. I was looking for that men in black, brother. I'm doing my best over here to help you navigate. Uh, so just hold tight with me. We'll be right back with Brother Kaya. Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for love. Listen. Do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. What's happening, what's happening, what's happening? This is Coach Kair, and you are now rocking with the best. This is OriginalNativeRadio.com. You know, that's one of the proud sponsors. Make sure you get in where you fit in at, as well as RelaxationIsTheKey.com. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Man, tonight's show is going to be off the heavey. I got my special co-host up in the building, secret hosting on the boys right now. I'm going to give her a big introduction, but I don't y'all worry about who that is right now. Y'all just get ready, strap in, and my special co-host is going to definitely keep her hands close to that air horn sound effect because it's going to be popping off up in this rascal real soon. The applauses, the whole thing. Like Y'all going to be like, how in the world is this dude doing this? There it is. You know, that's how it goes. Um, this is on, this is my first time broadcasting on the road. I am now currently rocking with the best, riding up. I don't know what highway this is, but I'm on the way to Orlando, Florida, leaving Fort Lauderdale. Just seen Master Senyata. Big shouts out to ShindowEnergyArts.com. Master Senyata Saraswati, author of Jewel and the Lotus. I done went down here and seen some of South Beach, seen some of these fine ladies. People been speaking to me, talking about some Buenos Dias, and I'm all tucked up. I'm riding up in here with Maria in the building. She's in the studio with me tonight. My new graphic artist, 
teammate, you know, teamwork, teammate, ah, teamwork makes the dream work. So just wanted to give her a big shout-out, shout-out to the driver, shout-out to everybody tuning in to Original Native Radio all day, every day, especially each and every Tuesday night. You know, we bring y'all the best of the best with this new science of symptometry. You know, we are going to be here for the next 10,000 years. We ain't going nowhere. Symptometry is all about timing, frequency, and rhythm. So to make sure that I didn't break the rhythm tonight, I had to go in and pull out Hustle commandment number one, which is your network is your net worth. You know what I'm saying? Your network is your net worth. So I had to go out there and recruit one of my fellow gangsters to come in in this movement of enlightenment, a fellow light bearer herself. She is alternating current. There is no other. You know what I'm saying? We're from from a different mother, but there is no other. Her name, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, I stay in love with her, is... Abundance Child. Hit the air horn. Abundance Child. Ah. Abundance, what's up, Ma? How you feeling tonight? Yeah, I'm lively. I'm so excited about the show tonight. I really am because uh, a lot of people say that, um, you know, the eat right for your type is part of an agenda. Other people say it's the right thing, so I'm ready to hear what the masters, <laughs> the scientists have to say. Symptometry in the house. Symptometry is in the building. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you have never heard me and the Bundes Child get together, y'all are in for a whole new experience. So uh, we're going to pop y'all's cherry. You will not be virgins long. Uh, and, hey. <laughs> It is going down. But before we proceed to bring in what I call I call him C. Joe Nardi because C. Joe is 10th degree black belt. That's a founder of a martial arts system. So if Bruce Lee was still alive, his rank would be C. Joe. So Dr. Nardi, even though, you know, some people call him Uncle Nardi or Dr. Nardi, I like to call him C. Joe because symptometry is not only a root cause therapeutics curing all diseases on the planet Earth, it's also a form of a martial art because it deals in timing and rhythm. So before we bring him on, while I'm looking at this big sun setting right now over the horizon, riding up Florida, I've got to bring in my other co-hosts with the mostest. I know he's in there with the 336456. Uh, 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 Andre Am Sue, A-M-S-U. We call him the Greensboro Shaman. He the co-hosts with the mostest. Um, oh, man, y'all put your hands together for my man, Amsu. All right, all right. How you doing tonight, everybody? Good <laughs> morning, child. Yes, okay. I, I, got, I got my little introductions. I had to get a spelling lesson every day. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, like your, sounds like your hands will be busy tonight. Your finger will get quite a workout on the effects there. Yes, indeed. But, yeah, we're, yes. we're feeling good tonight. Good. Oh, she's Very up good. to the task. You ain't even got to worry about her. This is this is an old hat. It, it, I didn't go get no rookie. You know what I'm saying? Like I oh, said, yeah, I only deal yeah. with I only deal with my ninjas <laughs> and my dime piece divas. So for those of y'all who like have never seen Abundance Child and like the voice catches y'all, she's even finer and more lovely and full of chi energy in person than she is over the air. That's right. Uh-huh. So. That's right. Now, I don't know whether she's single and all caught up in all that. That's none of y'all business right now. Y'all going to have to catch her on her Facebook page or on the Abundance Child Live Network herself. Abundance, how can they get up with you 
on your network. You know I'm going to do a shout-out later on, but I want people, you know, just in case they're listening and knowing that abundance is in the building, how do they get in contact with your network as well? BlogTalkRadio.com slash AbundanceChild, or you can just go to AbundanceChild.com. That's right, I said AbundanceChild.com. We're all over the place, Facebook.com slash AbundanceChild, Facebook.com slash AbundanceChild2, Facebook.com slash AbundanceChild3, or Facebook.com slash AbundanceNetwork. AbundanceChild is all over the place. Alternate current, you already heard it. <laughs> Ample, then I tell you she was coming with that rocket fuel. <laughs> she coming with it, man. <laughs> yeah, I told you. She wasn't scared. She wasn't scared whatsoever about coming in on. She was like, yeah, I'm ready. What's up? What you need? Let's go. So, okay. tonight, Anything of course. Anything my brother. Oh, man. Look at her. She got me over here blushing. Got a brown man blushing. How about that? So, tonight, the topic is like, um, like Abundance was saying, you know, a lot of people are talking about the eat right for your type. We're also going to be talking about um, something that we mention most every show, which is the cultural eating, people eating for their culture, not necessarily what is scientifically proven, as well as juicing, juicing and fasting. People are always talking about, oh, I want to do this deep cleansing. And I know, uh, Brother Amsu, me and you were talking earlier about how people were mistakenly substituting fasting for actual Deep cleansing. You got any comments on that before I bring Dr. Nardi on? Oh, yes, absolutely, you know, because I've had conversations in the past couple of days, and, and what, I'm, what I'm finding is that even when, when people are introduced to symptometry, um, they still have the old notion of, okay, I, I need to fast for X amount of days. I need to fast on these X amount of these fruits and vegetables. But when, with symptometry, and as I'm sure as Dr. Nardi will explain here shortly, is that with the ionization and the sanitation aspect of the cells, that is the deepest level of cleansing we can do. Is that, I mean, how much more can we cleanse than the cells? That's about the deepest we can get. So I think we're, we're so used to, okay, I have to go to the bathroom 45 times in a day, you know, to say that we're cleansing. But that's actually a part of the pleading. So um, we're we're just getting started tonight. So again, I, I, I'd like to you know hear hear more about that, and, I, and I'd like to hear what people feel about cleansing and fasting, and, and how they actually go about it. But uh, I know with symptometry, there's no deeper way you can go than ionization and sanitizing the cells. Now, now, Amsu, you. And that's coming from a brother who's been practicing over over ten, twelve, thirteen years acupuncture and the um, you know the Chinese natural medicine yourself. Um, exactly. You have, in your own experience with patients from different diverse backgrounds, noticed this cleansing process that they have been trying for years, as well as what you've been trying yourself. What do you think yes. differentiates symptometry outside of the ionization from these other processes. Well, for one, it's and and the and the and the most in depth thing is is the research, the research that was put into it, um, because you know primarily most of our our diets and most of the things that that we find in in you know health books and nutrition books that you know they're based upon folklore tradition that's been passed down culturally and things of that you know nature. 
but with um, but with symptometry, we're actually looking at it from a, 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 a true scientific level, verifiable science, as a matter of fact, that we can use to keep the body well and maintain health and wellness, whereas in other, not saying that other forms of medicine are not useful, other forms of healing aren't useful, but with symptometry, we're actually doing an ionization process. And that right there in itself helps to liquefy, you know, the blockages that we have in in our cells and in and blood. And um that's what I find differently as opposed to just, you know, doing things just to cleanse the body or to cleanse the colon, which is a form of solid waste. Whereas, you know, solid waste and water waste which is urine or but with with symptometry there's also, you know, the particle waste and and um, cell waste. So there, there's mm. other other aspects of it that um, now we, now yeah. word in the now word in the grapevine was I didn't even get to tell Abundance Child that Dr. Naughty was going to be back in North Carolina on June the 30th. Is there any truth that, to that? That that right there is a absolute truth to that. He will be here June 30th, 2012. Greensboro, North Carolina, by popular demand. You know, it's like, hey, let's get this doctor back in town. There's more people right. need to hear about this information and about okay. how to heal themselves and their family. And yeah. abundance. I mean, he he came to Greensboro back in um, back in May, or I think well, it might have been April. Yeah, came back in April mm-hmm. and and shut it down on some polite type energy. Shut it down. And he's in his sixties. Whoa. So, I'm just I'm just yeah. giving that reference right there. So, you know that's why we go. Uh, he, uh, so nice we had to do it twice. You know what I'm saying? So, without further ado, I'm ready to bring on the man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour. Y'all get your hands together for my partner and yours, Doctor Maxwell Nardi. Doctor Nardi, how you doing tonight? Oh, fine, fine, fine. Thank you very much. Thanks for the introduction. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Yes, Dr. Nardi, I wanted to introduce you to uh, my my co-host for tonight. She's standing in to help out Coach Kair and, and do her part to help out some time that you get out to the world tonight, uh, Miss Abundance Child. And Abundance Child, meet Dr. Nardi. You know I screened him first. I got to get him. <laughs> <laughs> Is 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 the name Abundance Child? Is that is that the is that the real name or I don't know? That is well, actually, I was born Tamiko. Oh, Tamiko, okay, So I am Abundance Child. Yes. That's good. That's she, good. That's good. She, she is a child of abundance, Doctor Nardi. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you so, gotta stop so it, Kair. Hey, now nah, we're gonna get it started before we get it stopping. So look, Doctor Nardi. Um, I'm glad that you came on tonight. How's your How's your week been going so far? Oh, you, my weekend went very well, and uh, for the first time, I had somebody uh, seize my phone for for four hours just so that I can have some rest. So that was that was good. That was very interesting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> good, yeah, good, I, good, I, I good. I'm the answer machine today. <laughs> good. 
whoever that was, we want to we want to give them an applause abundance. Whoever that was that took his cell phone for four hours so he could rest, we want to give him a shout out. <laughs> That's right, Doctor Naughty. Doctor Naughty works seven days a week, twelve hours a day. So um, gets up at two o'clock in the morning, does his laboratory work, starts answering the phone at seven a.m. and takes it all himself. So unlike some of the other people who are out here on the same mission, Dr. Nardi takes it very personal. So I can appreciate that. And I'm glad, you know, right before his birthday, I know he unlocked many keys to energy and not being lax, but I still want to have his rest. So when June the 8th, 9th, and 10th comes around, he is also astrologically at optimal wellness. And Coach Kair have a smile on his face. <laughs> Okay, Dr. Nardi, tonight we want to talk about the three subjects, and the first one is eat right for your type. Now, you know this brother wrote a book, and he said if you got old blood type, most of y'all are from Africa, and you should be eating, you know, meats and stuff like that. And then he said if you got A blood type and B blood type and AB blood type, all of these particular things, you know, he determined the whole science off the blood type. Now, we know dealing with symptometry, Dr. Nardi doesn't have feelings. He takes everything to the lab. Can you please let us know and share with us your research from the lab on this particular subject of eating for blood type and what Dr. Nardi has discovered? Yeah, um, thank you very much. Um, the person who wrote um, about the blood type eating is Dr. Diadmo, and um, I applaud him for... Um, for at least um, breaking from the pack in order to find a solution to um, people's afflictions. People have been having all kinds of health problems for a long time, and physicians did not have a clue. So at least he did something. But what Dr. Diadmo did uh, did not go far enough. Just like most of these people who have been advocating cultural eating, eating according to religion, uh, energy diet, uh, fasting, and so on and so forth. They only have a fragment of the total proof. If they had been a bit patient, if they had, been, if they had persevered and taken uh, their matters to the lab, they would have seen that uh, what humans really have is a deficiency, a severe deficiency of enzymes. That is what humans are experiencing right now. Babies, preteens, teenagers, young adults, mid-adults, um, uh, senior citizens, they are all suffering from uh, enzyme deficit. This is why you have to go to the lab in order to know how to produce enzymes and how to produce enzyme templates. If you do not know how to produce an enzyme template, I'm sorry, all that you'll be saying will be going through the window because nothing is produced in the human body without an enzymatic reaction. Nothing. Nothing, nothing. Even after the villi in the small intestine have extracted nutrients, 
and these nutrients are circulated to the liver, when the liver releases the nutrients into the bloodstream so that the cells can pick up what they want, there must be an enzymatic reaction in order to turn that nutrient into the kind of protein or the collagenic fiber that is needed for elastin for the colon, for viscera for the, for, for, for the internal organs, for epidermis, the, the top layer, the, the epidermis for the, for the skin, uh, keratin for the nail, on and on and on and on and on. Then there must be other enzymatic reactions also to produce different body essentials. You need liquid, you have to produce liquefiers. What are liquefiers? Liquefier, a liquefier is a body essential that after the nutrients have been extracted, the heavy minerals, the heavy metals will have to be liquefied so that we go to the washroom and urinate these this, this, uh, this, uh, heavy metals. If you are not producing liquefiers, what is going to happen is you are going to have a lot of heavy metals in your system. This is called heavy metal toxicity. You can go and do a test in the lab. They will discover that you have so many heavy metals. How did you get these heavy metals? The truth is you are not producing liquefiers. That is a fact. Now, how come you are not producing liquefiers? You are not producing liquefiers because you are not producing an enzyme surplus. So this goes back to the definition of health. Health is defined as tissue renewal plus nurturing plus enzyme surplus. You have to produce a lot of enzymes. Then if a woman is pregnant, she has to produce between 800,000 and 1 million enzymes every five hours. If you are not producing this amount of enzymes, well, you are going to have problems. Your, your, your baby's eyes, your, your baby eyes will, be, will have problems. The retina may not form properly. The lungs may not form properly. The heart may not form properly. The colon may not form properly. And on and on and on and on. So you need enzymes. So this work of Dr. Diadmo did not go far enough about eating for, the, for, for, for uh, type O. Many Africans uh, have type O. They say, okay, you know, you, as, as an African or as a person of black, um, uh, black ancestry, you have to eat according to your blood type. If you don't eat according to your blood type, you are going to have ulcers. Many people have acid reflux. They have burning, burning in their stomach, burning in their chest. Even, even they do not eat. They do not eat pepper at all. And still, their stomach is burning. Their intestine is burning and churning. What is, what is happening? Dr. Diadmo says, you have to eat according to your blood type. Okay. You eat according to your blood type, and still, after one year, there is no solution. There is no relief at all. In symptometry, curing is proven. If your theory does not help a person who has acid reflux, 
to, 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 to have relief. If your theory does not cure acid reflux, then you have to go back to the drawing board and start all over. If you are a type A person and you are predisposed to ulcers, I have people who have ulcers between their toes and it's hard for them to cure this and they are eating according to the blood type. I have people who have joint problems and they have to sit in a, they have to go into a swimming pool for relief. Then the next day, the problem is back. They have to, they have to keep going to the swimming pool. Now, what about in winter when, the, when, you, when the, there's no swimming pool? What are you going to do? So this means that your pain is going to be excruciating. The blood type, the blood eating according to the blood type theory does not work. And the reason is the root cause of the problem is not being addressed. The root of the problem is lack of enzymes. So this is why in symptometry, we do not just critique other people. We try to come up with a solution. And the solution is learn to produce an enzyme surplus. You must learn to produce a template for, 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 for the enzyme. And you have to study enzymology in order to know how to produce a template. Some templates are produced with the subatomic particles of amino acids plus water plus zinc. For the reproductive organ, men and women, you need zinc, you need water, plus you need the subatomic particles of amino acids. If you don't have these subatomic particles, I am sorry. You are going to have a prostate problem. You are going to have a urinary problem that because it goes to the prostate for men, is then you are going to have uh, uh, a urethra problem where uh, your urethra will be burning and burning and burning. Sometimes you are not urinating at all. Sometimes when you say that, okay, you are, uh, it's burning because it's the acid uh, in the urine that is causing the, the burning. All right. What about when you are not urinating? What about when you are, when you are not urinating? It's still burning. It's burning because you are not producing, you are not using uh, uh, the subatomic particles of certain amino acids. As far as the red blood cells are concerned, people are very anemic. They are anemic because they are not producing the template for producing uh, the enzymes that's, that will speed up the production of red blood cells. You need thiamine mononitrate. You need riboflavin. You need hem ion. You, then you need vitamin C and folic acid. You need to combine it. We have, we have combinative knowledge. You have to use that. So this idea about eating according to your blood type is good, but it does not go far enough. We have to go to the lab in order to know how to produce an enzyme template. And if you know how to produce an enzyme template, you will succeed. You will know how to cure all your diseases. You know how to prevent many, many, many diseases. I don't have a disease right now. I don't have it. What did I do? I cleared all my genetic susceptibilities. I cleared them. My DNA is not brand new. My DNA is over 5 million years old. 
<laughs> and who, who, whose DNA did I inherit? I inherited the DNA of people who pushed others into the, into, into the river and drowned them. People who killed murderers. Uh, uh, people who smoked all kinds of things. Uh, and people who, who, who ate all kinds of foods, had all kinds of tumors, uh, cancers, and all that before they died. That's the kind of DNA that I inherited. If we did not have this scientific knowledge to clear the genetic susceptibilities, well, you have a problem today and they say, oh, well, it runs in your family. High blood pressure runs in your family. Diabetes runs in your family. And this one runs in your family. Well, I am sorry. Symptomatry has shut all these theories down, shut them down completely. Because we went to the lab and we know how to produce an enzyme template. Thank you. Gunshots, something, air horn, good lord. That's a nuke nuke right there, man. Oh, God. We're going to, Abundance, how you feel about that? You're new to the show. We're going to let the ladies go first on that. We're going to see what what your reply, you know what I'm saying, because you study the health, you study the water, you know what I'm saying, you put the work in. What, from what you just heard, you know, what's your feedback or observation from what uh, the good doctor just shared with us? Um, I'm in complete agreement, not just because he's a good doctor, but just period. In 1994, I was searching, searching, searching. I was uh, coming home as a freshman and, you know, in college, and when I went down to Atlanta, I was thrown so many different types of things. Become a vegetarian. No, don't be a vegetarian. No, eat right for your type. So I immediately went to the bookstore and got that, and it just didn't make any common sense common sense to me because what I know is that all the so-called most uncivilized people on the planet have what we call our own healers or medicine uh, men and women. And what these people are actually doing, in my opinion, are dealing with blood cell microscopy. So, you know, they don't talk about those types of things, but at the end of the day when there was some type of sickness in my family, my family would prick our finger and do things like that and allow a little blood, you know, to come out. So, you know, all types of different things that would go on. And at the end of the day, I know that we can't just treat any of these diseases on a on, on such a, a level of just a blood type, for example. Oh, positive is supposed to be all universal, all African, things like that. But we are the originators of all the blood types. So we can't just be, you know, put on certain things. For example, my stepfather, who has hazel eyes, and like brown, light brown hair is O positive. So you're trying to tell me I'm supposed to eat the same way that he does? And finally, you know, these people that we're talking about treating would be the host. So at any, at the end of the day, how are you just going to um, treat these people with no real host and just blame it on a blood type and, you know, things like that? It just doesn't make sense to me. Show mm, you're right. Show you're right. Dr. Nardi, I think it was very very uh, appropriate and heavy when you said that the the diseases or, you know, you inherited these things through your DNA. All of these things came to us, but we didn't take the time to clean out the garbage or take out the trash. And so is is can you maybe elaborate on that just a little more, the importance of going all the way, cleaning up the 
DNA inheritance. Can you talk about the DNA inheritance a little bit and how just going to the blood type and scraping the service is not enough? Yes. Um, uh, thank you. Um, as I said, asymptomatic curing is proving. Um, our objective is to live in a disease-free body indefinitely. And believe me, uh, Coach, people will throw all kinds of things at you because they have a turf to protect. They have a turf to protect. And this is how they've been making their living. And you are now coming to demolish all their infrastructure? No, they will not go down, they will not go down without a fight. So you will have to prove to them that you have not you don't have to prove to them violently, you prove to them respectfully that they are wrong. That's what they do. And the only way for you to prove to them very respectfully that they are wrong is to show them the evidence. These people who are who are eating according to their blood type, some of them are bored. They are eating according to the blood type. Some of them have fingernails that 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 are that are that are curled like claws. They they have discolored nails, and they have they have they have white spots in the white spots in the in their fingernails. So you need to show them the evidence that they need to go a step further in their research. DNA has so many hindrances. And these hindrances come in the form of, that's one thing I like about DNA when you study it in detail at the college. DNA beams, it always beams its weaknesses, its frustration to you through your dreams. It beams its frustration to you through Mental ill ailments, through emotional outbursts, irritability, impatience, phobias, all kinds of phobias. That is DNA beaming its frustrations to you. What are you going to do about all this? What are you going to do? So birth, birth is the opportunity for us to cleanse our DNA so that the next person who is going to inherit this DNA will inherit a clean DNA and clean genes. And by inheriting clean DNA and clean genes, we will be like the trees on Mount Everest, like the grasses on Mount Everest, or Mount Kilimanjaro, the Alps, and the Pyrenees, and all that, that are ageless. Ageless. Mm -hmm. The trees have succeeded. The trees have succeeded. The grasses have succeeded in cleaning their DNA. It's humans that are lagging behind. <laughs> it's humans that are lagging behind. Because we have allowed ourselves to be bamboozled by people who have not done any research at all. These are parrots. These are parrots that are parroting other people's ideas. They have nothing new. 
that they have brought that they have brought to the table of human civilization. Nothing new. You go to a mm. college of nutrition. What is the professor of, of the college doing? He is teaching you from a textbook that is started, and some of the leads, some of the pages are even flying. Some of the some of the pages have to be taped and all that. That's what he's teaching. That's what he's teaching you. Uh, uh, that's from that is the material for which he's teaching you. He has nothing new. He has never stepped into a food science lab. He does not know what is in papaya. He does not know what is in, what is in pineapple. Nothing. One of them was the, one of them taught me nutrition. So, birth is the opportunity for us to cleanse our DNA so that the next person who gets our genes will inherit a healthier gene. You hear, you hear people who say, oh, uh, uh, he's born with good genes. He has good genes. How did the person before him or her, how did the person get these good genes before he inherited these good genes? How did the person do that? He did ex- extra work. Extra work. So now it is our turn. It is our turn. Let us cleanse our DNA so that our great-grandchildren or people who inherit our DNA 500 years from now, 600 years from now, will start from a clean slate. Clean, clean slate. The trees have done it. Grasses have done it. Even bacteria, bacteria did it. Bacteria, you want to play with bacteria? Listen, put all kinds of drugs over there. They will learn. Three times, four times, they will learn how to be resistant to the drug. Who taught them that? If they are not had clean DNA, if if their DNA has been overburdened with all kinds of susceptibilities, they will not have been able to amass this amount of super intelligence to turn things around in their own favor. So this is what we do as far as mm. DNA is concerned. Thank you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good gracious. Amps, so you you're too quiet over there. Come on with it. Oh, yeah, you know. First, first of all, Dr. Naughty has me uh, wanting to go climb Mount Kilimanjaro now and touch <laughs> some of those trees and, you know, <laughs> and laying the grass up there. But um, actually, to see actually to see that you know talk about the bacteria resistant, um, the drugs that become back um, the drug the bacteria that become drug resistant, I you know I actually see that on on a regular basis. Um, one of the things that um, that really that comes to mind for me when I when, when I talk about this subject is how did we actually uh, get these different grades of blood, if you will, Dr. Nardi. You know, because the eat right for your type diet is talking about A, A, I mean, O, A, B, um, B, B positive, these different blood types. Where, where do these different types of blood originate in the first place? Well, um, one thing you have to, one thing you have to understand is uh, Dr. Diadmo started from somewhere, started from a template. Um, if you study anatomy and physiology, you see that um, um, you need antigens and antibodies to, 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 form, to form blood types. 
and set, there are certain antigens. Um, what are antigens? Antigens are, are glutinogens. Are glutinogens? Um, these are these are these are these are uh, um, uh, tiny, tiny, tiny protein bodies in the human body that come together, you know, to agglutinate, coming together, you know, they, they came together uh, to form a, one particular group of protein called called antigens and another particular group of proteins called antibodies. So these formed different blood types. The way they formed the different blood types was the kind of foods your mother was eating uh, during pregnancy, during the gestation period, you see. If you are fond of eating certain foods, especially Africans are fond of eating foods that have cyanide, food that, that, that have... Uh, 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 less copper foods that have a lot of uh, uh, calcium, especially clay and all that. It's for those people who were suffering for pica, who were eating clay, uh, eventually your child is going to have a different blood type. So it is the formation of these antigens and and uh, antibodies based on the diet of the mother during uh, during pregnancy that determines the kind of blood type the child is going to have. So what does this have to do with eating according to your blood type? It has absolutely nothing to do with eating according to your blood type. It is the kind of food your mother was eating when she was pregnant. It was the kind of water she was drinking during the gestation period that eventually determined your blood type, you see. So this, is, this, was, how, this was how it started. Eventually you had type A, uh, type B, that A, B, that O, O positive, and all that, that's how they came about. And when it is time for, it's time for blood transfusion, there must be a match. If there is no match, then you are going to create a zone of turbulence in the person. And believe me, even though we are doing very well now, as far as uh, blood transfusion is concerned, <laughs> when blood transfusion started, uh, early, I mean, the early 50s, it was rough. It was rough. People were being given the wrong blood, and uh, uh, people, as a result, people died early. I mean, uh, uh, prematurely or sooner. You know. So even though we have come a long way, the blood type chemistry, the blood type science, uh, it still needs some fine-tuning. It needs need some fine-tuning because you have to go back to the beginning, the kind of enzymes. When your mother, during gestation, was eating certain foods, and she was not producing certain enzymes, well, you have to know that in order to produce even the proteolytic enzyme, the proteolytic enzyme, why do many women suffer a miscarriage? They suffer a miscarriage because they are not able to produce a lot of proteolytic enzyme. That is the mother of all enzymes during, during gestation. So you have to produce that. And you need enzymes to produce proteolytic enzymes. And if the beginning is faulty, if the approach is flawed, then you are not going to get the same type, the same blood type as your own mother. We have children who have blood types that, that are not the, 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 the blood type that is not the blood type of their mother. They have a blood type that is not that of their father. Or they have a blood type that matches that of their grandfather, and so on and so forth. That's how it started. Thank you. Um, 
That's why I had to bring a Bundance child in because Dr. Nardi don't play. And the Bundance is a part of the Stop Playing movement. So, Abundance, you see why you were the only person apropos for the job tonight, right? What? Get out of here. Well, hey. <laughs> what a loss for them. Dr. Nardi all over the Abundance airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because we just we had just did a show about pregnancy management uh, last week, and I'm sure you know with uh, with your network, um, the Girls Society and the Stop Playing Movement. I'm and sure the that midwives. you know. Yes, the midwives. I'm sure that you know one or two sisters that may be with child that um, this information could deem very valuable to them in having a smoother birth transition, as well as cleaning out their sailor level. So they can pass that down, you know, to their children. I'm about to have an electronathon where everybody goes to symptometry.com. I'm serious. We're going to have a drive. Everybody's going to be calling that number for our consultation. Stop playing. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Because there's too much of this nonsense going on. Every time I listen to um, Original Native Radio and I hear Dr. Nardia on the line, it's straight science, no fiction. No emotions, no spookism. Let's get right down to um, the cellular, just to the cell, basically. Let's nourish those cells and those glands, and let's restore our health. Stop playing. I love it. Curing is proven, you know. Curing is proven. Like you said, respectfully, we're going to show these people by presenting them the evidence. And since some time is going to be here for the next 10,000 years, then I can take my time on this evidence. Because once I get Kyrie straight from my cells and my DNA shouting out, Dr. Narda, you said that when I have an emotional outburst, that's my cells uh, beaming at me. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yep. Wow. Yeah. They, and um, I remember even Dr. York used to tell us about when we had certain discoveries, we would call them, you know, in the public, they would say they're aha moments. But those were actually uh, my DNA was exploding with the new discovery because it was already dormant in my cells, but That's I just had not. I had just not uh, met the criteria in order for me to have that particular discovery. Um, hey, shouts out to everybody that's in the chat room. I know they're over there bigging it up, doing the, doing it heavy. Shouts out to everybody that's on the line listening tonight. Um, if you're trying to send me a private message in the chat room, that's not me. That's a bunch of child holding it down, AC. <laughs> so if you love me and you tell her that you love me, she will, she can accept the love from whoever it was. I'm feeling that vibe over there tonight. The call-in number is 347-205-9089. We're not opening up the lines yet because we've got to move on to the next topic. So please write your question down and get ready to come on the line because I want to talk about the, um, this, this important subject of we've already got the the, the the stages set for one of the most popular diets out there right now. It doesn't have the most science backing it up, but it is a very popular diet. And like Dr. Nardi said, the brother is stepping outside of the box of the norm to try to introduce, mm. but he just didn't, you know, he just didn't push further enough through. Now, one of the, to me, in my assessment of individuals, because I'm a, I'm a life detective, not just a life coach, but I look at the actions of people and historically how we react to money situations, health situations, spiritually, mentally, and I look at how quick 
we go from one particular fad of a diet to another fad of a diet. And when I met Dr. Nardi, he called it cultural eating. Cultural eating, whereas so many people thought the answer was, let's go back to a African-based diet because I'm African-American. Or Europeans would say, uh, I wanna, I'm, or I'm Italian, so I'm going to have an Italian-based diet. And none of those things had any scientific research. And in the end, they left a lot of our ancestors prematurely going and having funeral services, meaning dying too early. If the, if the, and my premise is if the bones through carbon-14 dating can live up to millions of years old, then why can't the flesh and the blood go past 100 or 120? So where, where is the dispensation at? Where is the problem of why are we so involved up in cultural eating? So, Dr. Nardi, could you please address the subject of why cultural eating is so dangerous, especially for the listeners that are, you know, I have different ethnicities and nationalities, people all around the world hey, listening to. Hey, whoever iPod it is up front, can you turn down some? Our cell phone, turn down some, please. I love the bus driver. That's what live radio gets you. Gets you an announcement <laughs> just in the middle of, in the, middle of the show. So um, big shouts out to the bus driver, Mr. Warren, taking us safely up the highway, getting us back up out of Florida, moving on up north. But the the dangers of cultural eating and without scientific research, and Dr. Nardi, could you start with your own personal family story, being that you are, you know, your family is from Ghana and you coming from a lineage of herbalists. You know, I like to always qualify the person who's listening, um, because there may be somebody new listening to the show who's not heard your story about some of the, your ancestors that are herbalists that ate culturally who are no longer with us and then moved on into the topic of why it's important that we stop stop eating culturally and start eating scientifically. Well, um, thank you very much. <clears throat> Um, I've said it, and I will repeat it, that um, I have nothing against herbalists because they have to make a living. I understand that. And I come from a long line of herbalists. And uh, unfortunately, um, all of them except one are dead. Uh, the one that was alive now, last time he wrote to me and pleaded with me to take care of his heart because he's having palpitation. He sits, he sits down, and uh, as if he just walked up, he, as, as if somebody just chased him, or he was running away from a snake or something. That, that I'm just, that these are his words, you know. His, his, his heart is just racing, and he has not gone anywhere. He's just sitting down. I say, okay, all right, I will, I will take care of you. Okay. I started taking care of him, and something else happened. As if something is moving, as if something is moving in my chest. As if something is moving in my chest. As if something is moving in your chest. Okay? All right. I took care of him. Then he started saying, but how come those tiny, tiny white things that, that I put under my tongue, how come yours work better than mine? I said, well, some of them are the same herbs that you are using, 
But instead of giving them to you in the form of a herbal uh, uh, decoction or uh, uh, preparation, what I did was we have a special lab in Pennsylvania that reduces them to subatomic particles so that uh, so they are very, very small, very, very, very small, and then they are put together. That's why you put them under your tongue. Once they go under your tongue, they go up and open, uh, the, 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 they go up and help to rebuild the part of your, of, of your uh, gastrointestinal tract, your tract between your throat and the upper part of your stomach. So once this is straightened, you stop, that's, I mean, this, once this has been straightened, that's why you stop feeling the sensation as if something is moving in your chest. It's not anything that is, it's nothing is moving in your chest. It's just that the nerves are so impoverished that they are twisting and they are giving you the impression as if there is a snake in your chest. There is no snake in your chest. So here is an herbalist. Here is an herbalist who has, who has a whole lineup of people in the villages. Some of them travel from far away who come to him for treatment. And he himself is sick. And he's seeking someone else to treat him without his patients knowing who else is treating him. So he there, he come, goes there with a smile on his face. I said, hey, cousin, listen. You give people the impression that uh, you, you are healthy. And you are not. I say, I know, but hey, I have to put food on the table for, my, for myself and my children. I have to put a uh, roof, I have to keep a roof over my head. This is an, an herbalist telling me this. And he's a cousin of mine. From my father's side. As far as he is one of the survivors of my father's side. My father's side is completely empty. I've said it, I've said it before and I'll repeat it. Completely empty. My father is dead. My mother is dead. My uncles, paternal uncles are dead. My, um, uh, aunties are dead. All the people I knew, they are all dead. Why are they there? Because they were eating culturally. They cook cassava. Cassava that is full of cyanide. They cook corn. And the way the corn is fermented, my God. If you go there, there is the local dish, the local, the local food is called kinky. Kinky. That, when they are preparing this, this, this local food, the smell, the stench alone, it's nothing but cyanide that fills the air, and people are eating this. What does cyanide do? Cyanide decouples amino acids in the DNA and in the genes. There are 20 amino acids. These amino acids are properly paired in the DNA and in the genes. If they are not properly paired, the gene will not be able to, to transmit the genetic blueprint to DNA. And DNA will not be able to transmit the genetic blueprint to RNA. RNA is ribonucleic acid. It is the factory that produces all our proteins, all our body essentials, all our brain essentials. That's RNA. And if the genetic print is not coming from the gene, it's finished. You will not be able to produce anything. This explains why this cousin of mine is not able to produce a lasting for his gastrointestinal tract 
and he has the impression as if something is moving in his chest. Nothing is moving there. So I gave him the subatomic particles that helped him to properly position, to properly position the amino acids in his DNA. This is how we work at the DNA level. And now nothing is moving in his chest. Eating culturally is very, very dangerous. I don't recommend it because here I was, I've been bleeding from my ear for over 20 years. Bleeding from my ear, left ear especially, left ear. And when I wake up now, no bleeding, nothing. What did I do to stop this bleeding? I stopped eating coconut. You know, on the African, on the Accra beach, so many coconut trees. And what do we do when we go after school? We go, we climb the, the tree, we bring down a few coconuts, we pound them, pound them, pound them, pound them, and then what do we have? We remove all the, the, the fiber that surrounds the, the, the nut, and then we smash it, and then we tilt it up there and we drink it. Yeah, we are drinking coconut water. Then after that, there is a white flesh in there. When you eat it, you drink coconut water, you are full, and you call that lunch. You call that lunch. It's not lunch. It's suicide. <laughs> that coconut meat is full of silicone. And silicone is so heavy, it's so heavy that your cell will not be able to divide. Your cells will not be able to divide. Look at the coconut trees. They have been on the beaches for hundreds of years. Hurricanes come and they will stand the force of the hurricane. They are not going down. They are not going because their roots are so deep and the silicone with which they are made are so thick and so strong that they are going to, and you are going to eat this silicone? You are going to eat this? Then you are going to cook with coconut oil? I'm sorry. You will never be creative. Never. Never be creative. I was not creative when I was in Ghana. I was not. I was a pepper pusher like many others. What 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 is what is what is what is what what is the best job that you have? You go to school, then you become a teacher. You go to school, become a professor. And what is that? You are just regurgitating what you were taught. You have not created anything, nothing. So I wanted to do things differently. So I went back and I said, I will. I'm not going to eat culturally anymore. I stopped eating kenke, I stopped eating banku, I stopped eating all this food that I made with cassava and all that. And then today, here I am. Today, here I am. I founded a school, I've created symptometry, and on and on and on. I've created jobs and jobs and jobs. I would never have done that if I, if I continue to eat culturally. Let me talk about the Mediterraneans and the Italians. They said you have to eat culturally. All right, go on and eat culturally. If that is the case, explain to me why, why millions and millions and millions of Italians and Mediterraneans, uh, Greeks and all that, why, why is it that they, they suffer from thalassemia? Thalassemia is a kind of, it's a blood disorder. It's a blood disorder that, uh, that, 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 that makes the red blood cells very, very small. Smaller than normal. Smaller than normal. And this causes chronic anemia. Fatigue. Fatigue. 
Go, 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 go to go to Italy. Go to Italy. After one o'clock, many many businesses are, have closed. Why? Because of siesta. Mm-hmm. Siesta. You have to sleep for two hours. Then you come back. They come. They go back to work at four o'clock or five. And then they eat their dinner late. They eat their dinner late. This is the best way that they are coping with their thalassemia and their, 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 their hereditary and genetic diseases. I am sorry. I am not for that. We have the opportunity to clean and to clear our DNA and our genes so that we don't suffer from thalassemia. Or another, another name for it is uh, 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 microcystic anemia. Micro meaning small. Your, your red blood cells are too small. There are people who advocate going back to eat like Africans. Af- I'm an African. I'm an African by origin, by extraction. I'm an, an American by, by, by nationality. But I have my heritage, and I'm proud of my heritage. But I am not proud to repeat the mistakes of my ancestors. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> are we in there? <laughs> uh, the rocket what? is on. Say what, am so? I said that. I say the rocket is off the off the launching pad. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We're bending it backwards right now. We're pulling G forces right now. <laughs> we're pulling G forces. Not proud. I want to put that one on the quotable. That's when I should be on that Twitter. I love my ancestors, but not their mistakes. Mm, mm. That's a yeah. T-shirt. That's a T-shirt. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. five minutes after the hour. You are listening to Original Native Radio. Dr. Nighty's in the house. Brother Amsu is in the house. The call-in number is 347 you about to open up those lines, Brother Kair. Coach, oh, the building, but you know he's making some announcements right now. So uh, go over there and check with the chat and give everybody a shout out. Absolutely. All right, all right. I have been given my orders to go over to the chat and give everybody their shout outs. Everybody doing what they're supposed to do as far as the colors and the fonts and the logos. Well, not logos, but you know what I mean. So big ups to a new day for Al Islam, Belinda Barnett, Charlie Abbott, Doc. Doc, how do you say that, Kair? Doc B A J. Doc Vaj. Doc Doc Vaj. Um, yeah. E. Belka. There's a few, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of guests tonight. It's a wonder. Lisa Scott, to Miasha, Nematra, The Watcher, X27, Punish Child, Coach Kair. Pardon self if I messed up anybody's names, but y'all know who you are. And to all the callers, you got massive callers on the line. Don't forget the numbers three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. We also want to send out mad protection for Brother Kaira as he travels northbound. Make sure that he is invisible from all the negative energy. Anything that wants to molest him, anything that wants to hurt him, keep him coming because we got to give back to Brother Nadi, who's going to be coming up to um, North Carolina, so-called North Carolina, Greensboro, right? Yes, to Mount Zion, 
Baptist Church. So we're actually getting the getting the whole family in on this now. Mount Zion Baptist Church on Alamance Church Road in Greensboro on uh, June 20th. So, uh, Doctor Nardi, I know this is probably uh, some new news to you, but we're we've uh, we're working on that continuously and uh, Greens uh, waiting your arrival. Oh, okay, I'm ready. That's good. That's good. So you said that's June 20th in Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, Mount Zion Baptist Church, right? Is that is June? June 30th, right? June 30th, yes. June 30th. June 30th. All right, yes. Doc. Three, Thank three, you. Zero. June 30th. That's the three zero. All right. Yeah. That's the Saturday, the last day of June. And it that's Sunday. And it is going to be a wool banger. Because Mount Zion is one of them, like it's a super church in Greensboro. Like you know, we got the Coliseum if we need to hold twenty thousand, but Mount Zion is plush. So for you all, if you want to get this healing, this is where we're gonna be at. And we're not going into the culture, what religion nobody is supporting. We're going where the healing is most needed. A lot of those people are in there suffering from seizures. They've children with autism. They've eaten a whole bunch of barbecue and pork and things like that, and they require the healing as well. And a lot of times, I mean, the that's the heart of the people. <laughs> that's the heart. Yeah, that's my fault, I was saying that's the heart of the people. Like he's not pe- preaching to the choir. A lot of these um, so-called healers that are out there in natural paths, they preach to the choir. People who have already felt like they know it all. So this is perfect because this is our mamas, this is our grandmamas, our aunties, our uncles, you know, that are in these churches. Absolutely, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd like to give, give some give some mad shout outs to uh, Jaquetta Renee for being such a, a a great advocate for getting Doctor Nardi back in the Greensboro. So along with the chapter of the uh, local chapter here, so just wanted to give much uh, much. Absolutely. in the building. Look, so now I want to ask a big special request of everybody listening right now, whether you live or whether it's a download, please go over on Facebook if you have an account and go to the symptometry page. If you have not liked it, I would love for you to like it, please. We're trying to get our numbers up to 1,000 likes. We want 1,000 people on that site. Thirteen weeks ago, we had nine people. We had nine people now. Now we got 155. Also, I don't want you just to go to the page and like it, but I want you to leave a comment about tonight's show. Big shouts out to Courtney and Lisa Scott, who faithfully every week go over there and leave a comment on that page. Tonight I'm challenging everyone listening to this show to go over there and leave your comments, sideways, positive, negative, upside down, whatever. But say something on the page so we can have some more traffic over there. We We are attacking Google by the numbers that we are putting up. So we want other people to be able to type in symptometry and healing and miracle cures and all that and start to come up with uh, these viable solutions where they'll be able to get in contact with us, whether it whether it would be from uh, Google or going to symptometry.com or going over to symptometrybooks.com. I also need everybody to go to symptometrybooks.com and get your 
uh, what to consume. You need your copy of what to consume. You need your copy of um, the downside of nutrition. You need your copy of intelligent children are not born, they are made. All of these things are are vital for us in moving forward with this movement. So please, Symptometry.com as well as Symptometrybooks.com. Go over to the like page, go over to the page on Facebook, and let's keep this thing popping. All right, we're going to open up the line right after I get Dr. Nardi to go in. This last topic tonight, Dr. Nardi, is very critical. A lot of people always want to just go to juicing, and they're always talking about, oh, oh, when I juice, I really got to just clean at a real severe level. Can you talk about, and, 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 and you know they love carrot juice, Dr. Nardi, so you're going to have to say yeah, something about carrot juice. So every, and Jack Delane, he was the he was the number one person talking about some carrot juice, and I drink carrot juice every day, and look how strong I am, and I can still do pull-ups and all that. So, Dr. Nardi, can you please start talking about the dangers of juicing um, and even the good side of it, of what people could include in their in their diets and, and, and why they should not be so extreme when we have a new process of ionization here that beats fat, uh, uh, juicing hands down? Yeah, thank you very much. Um, as far as juicing is concerned, um, I would recommend that... Um, we juice in order to produce a therapeutic beverage. And if you want to juice in order to have something for recreational purposes, um, just like to juice something in order to drink instead of drinking water, I would recommend that you do it right. Um, first, you have to know the chemical composition of the various items that you, are, you want to juice. Two, you have to know the danger of combination. You have to know the danger of combination or the danger of combining um, 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 certain greens with, um, with um, certain, uh, certain green vegetables with colored vegetables, uh, fruits with vegetables, and, uh, or different fruits of different categories. You have to know the dangers of all that. When I recommend therapeutic juicing, like ginger, the ginger beverage, and uh, the parsley beverage, these are the two that do not requ- that do not require a lot of salivary enzymes, glycogen and amylase. These are two salivary enzymes. All the rest require a lot of salivary enzymes. If you just, I don't recommend carrot for anything. I will never, never recommend carrot. Never. You never see carrot in my house. You never, my, my, my adult children don't have carrot. They stay away from it because we all know what carrot has. They've seen the research. They've seen the work. Carrot is very, very acidic. Carrot is very, very acidic. The amount of enzymes that is, that, that, are, that is required to digest carrot is so huge that you have, to, you, have to, you have to draw a lot of enzymes from other places in order to help to digest carrot. And by so doing, what are you, what are you creating? You are creating an enzyme deficit somewhere else because 
emptiness does not exist in the human body. I am not here to please anybody. I am not a crowd pleaser. I tell it like it is. I tell it like it is because people are suffering unnecessarily. All those people who, who claim that they are very healthy. Let me tell you something. I had a lady who came to me. And when she came to me, there was something that was very, very strange about her. It was summer, and she was wearing uh, nice, beautiful slippers with her toes showing. Fine. I saw her hands. Okay, not covered. She was not wearing gloves. That's good. But there was something very peculiar about this woman. She was suffering from severe keratinosis for, 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 from, from, from uh, uh, keratin. Uh, keratin for, for, uh, for, the, for the nails, but carotene, what is a, what, what, what is a, that is a, a derivative of the A, vitamin A, which is coming from beta carotene. So keratinosis. Keratinosis is a condition where acidosis has poisoned the person's blood to the point where the person's palms and soles have taken the color of carrot. This, this woman's palms look like carrot. Her feet look like carrot. And she was suffering from chronic asthma, severe sinusitis, severe sinusitis. When she sleeps and lies horizontally, mucus is dropping to her posterior nerves, into her throat. And she claims she was healthy. I asked her, so what are you here for? Oh, I'm here for heart problems and high blood pressure. Oh, so that's it? Oh, yeah, that's it. All right. So I'm going to put you down here for these two uh, ailments. Are you sure you don't have any other thing bothering you? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, yeah. These are the only two issues that are bothering me. All right. Will you mind me asking you a question? Oh, yeah, please. Dr. Rattie, go ahead. When was the last time you ate carrot? Woo, woo, I love carrots. I eat carrots every day. All right. Why do you eat carrots? Oh, because uh, it, has, it, has, it has the precursor of vitamin A, and vitamin A is good for my eyes. It's good for your, vitamin A is good for your eyes. Hmm. When was the last time you did not wear glasses? You wear glasses to read, you wear glasses to read, you wear, you, you, you wear glasses when you are driving, and you'll be eating a lot of vitamin A. You'll be consuming a lot of vitamin A and beta-carotene. Don't you think there's something wrong with that? Oh, no, no, no doctor has ever told me that. Okay, I'll be the first doctor to tell you that there's something fundamentally wrong with the carrots that you are eating. Carrot has a lot of vanadium and molybdenum, nutrient blockers. 
the vitamin A, the precursor that you are trying to get from carrot, you are not getting it. Eh? No, you are not getting it. That's why your palm has adopted the color of carrot. Your feet have adopted the, carrot, the, the color of carrot. You are suffering from carotenosis. Are you aware of that? Nobody ever told me that. It's not a matter of nobody if you ever if you tell you this or not. So you are not aware that you have other issues in addition to your pro, uh, the, the, the two issues that you, you told me about. This is just one example to show you how nutritionists have misled the whole world. They talk about the nutrients in carrot. What about the health disruptors in carrot? What about the heavy acidosis that carrot causes? What about that? And now you have a person who is healthy on the outside and whose body is breaking down and is falling apart on the inside. And you call this health? I am sorry. This is not health. This is disaster. This is not health. So as far as juicing carrot is concerned, I am not for that. I will not recommend it. I will not advocate it. And I will not patronize it. Because for scientific reasons, I am shying away from this kind of juicing. If you want to juice something, I will not recommend that you juice uh, greens because the electrons in these greens will cause a lot of flatulence. Why is that? Because flatulence and belching. I, I'm sorry, but I have, to, I, have to, I have to say it. I have to say it. I have to say it. I had one lady who had been complaining of one serious problem. She has so she's so bloated, she's so bloated that she passes gas to her vagina in addition to passing gas to her rectum. She's so bloated. I was the one who told her about the downside of juicing. Please discontinue that. Well, if you don't do it, if you don't discontinue it, your cells are there. And don't say that uh, flatulence runs in your family. Don't say that. Beauty runs in your family. Stop making these mistakes. When you are juicing and you are drinking a juice, you are bypassing the mouth, which is the first stage of digestion. The mouth is the first stage of digestion. You are supposed to chew, and the chewing process, the chewing process is what brings out the saliva, plenty of saliva that carry glycogen and amylase. Glycogen will break down the sugar, the leaf sugar, the, 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 the protein and all the, 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 the leaf sugar, and amylase will break down the starch. You break down the starch. So that the process begins. The process of digestion begins in the mouth. God made the mouth for a reason. And God gave us teeth for a reason. For us to chew. Thank you. Thank you. 
just thought we had a mouth so I could talk, so I could talk to the pretty girls about the Narda Union digestion <laughs> is in the mouth. I got to do more than just talk to the pretty girls. <laughs> um, that that right there, Dr. Nardi. I mean, I'm I'm gonna definitely have to put on my my book, my Facebook bulletproof vest because a lot of people are in love with that sweetness inside the carrots. But like I said, and and even recipes to um use the pulp that comes out of the juicing. So they're like, oh, waste not, want not. We're gonna, I'm gonna drink some carrot yeah. juice, carrot and then I'm gonna tuna. make some. <laughs> Oh man, I I I I was a carrot tuna freak. I was loving it. I make me some carrot tuna sandwiches and take them to the house and all of that. So now that understanding that the heavy metals, you know, and okay, so this let's talk about this, Doctor Nardi. We got so many people who are not only um, on a physical detox but they're using it for spiritual reasons. And they're saying, well, you know, I'm still spiritual. Can you talk about how the heavy metals can, well, are the heavy metals helpful or harmful in us getting in contact with the spirit realm? And and while we're on this subject, you know I'm going to need you to uh, let people know the difference between the psychic realm and the spiritual realm. So maybe let's start with, the difference between the psychic realm and the spiritual realm, and then let's go into heavy metals because I got another question tonight concerning um, putting stuff, uh, putting foods on our altar, like corn and alcohol. But let's start with the psychic and the spiritual realm first, please. Yeah. Um, when I personally like spirituality because it is spirituality that brought me to where I am today and I will never never depart from spirituality because when I was suffering I told you that I started suffering I was sick since I was six years old and this sickness never relented until I was 37 years old I was feeling very cold all the time so I tried all kinds of things you know, sometimes, you know, when you are desperate, you try anything. And all these things did not work. All these things did not work at all. So eventually, it thanks to the particular that I placed under my tongue when I was in Britain that connected me to uh, my intuition. And then from my intuition, many things, I started receiving messages. Try this. Open this book. Open that book. Look under, Look for this remedy. Order it. Use it. And so on and so forth. And I was very obedient. And eventually, I unlocked what was in me. When you are pursuing spirituality, you have to be very, very positive. Because there are two poles. We have the positive pole and we have the negative pole. Spirituality is the positive pole. And when you are in this sphere, when you are in this realm, you have to stay, you have to stay positive. You are not supposed to bear a person a grudge. Nobody, nobody, don't bear anybody a grudge. 
be very forgiving, be very tolerant of diversity, different views and all that. Even if you disagree, you have to disagree very respectfully. I told you, I use this word respectfully when I disagreed with Dr. Diagmo of uh, the blood type, eating according to your blood type. I use the word respectfully. That's, that's, that's the way I am. Because I'm in the spiritual realm. Nothing negative should come there because you are in the positive pole. The opposite is the negative pole. The negative pole is the psychic realm. The psychic realm, when you are in the psychic realm, you will eat anything to keep you in the psychic realm. Anything to keep you in the psychic realm. You cannot look at look at all these people who claim to be spiritual and they go to church and they sing on they sit on the front pew, they sing the loudest. They sing the loudest. Go and ask them. You you be you be down on your luck, and go and ask them to help you out. They will tell you don't have money. Downright hypocrites. Downright hypocrites. This is what happens when you are in the psychic world. You are the opposite, total opposite of a person who is in the spiritual world, spiritual realm. When you are in the spiritual realm. You are very, very intuitive. You know the difference between intellectualism and intuition. I know when my intellect should stop, and I know when my intuition should kick in. I know the limit. I don't intellectualize anything that comes to me intuitively. I don't. So this is because I'm operating in the spiritual realm. When you are in the spiritual realm, you have to do things that will help you to align the desires of your mind with the needs of yourselves. Because mm. everything comes from yourselves. If I had not had selves, and if I had not been a very positive person, very forgiving person, I will not have been able to score spiritual points. It is the amount of spiritual points you score that help you to gravitate towards the right sources, source of, source of assistance. Assistance comes in different, different shapes and forms. It could be spiritual assistance, monetary assistance, intellectual assistance, intuitive assistance, on and on and on. You get all this from the spiritual realm. And you cannot get them if you don't score spiritual points. If you're in the psychic world, you don't know anything about spiritual points. You don't know anything about spiritual points. All you have to do is survive. What The end justifies the means. Whatever you have to do to put food on the table, that's what you are going to do. Whatever you are going to do to keep a roof over your head, that's what you're going to do. This is how you live in the spiritual realm. And materialism, materialism, a person who only respects you because of the kind of car you drive, a person before he shakes your hand looks at the, the shoes on your feet, the kind of suit you are wearing, that is 
knee-deep materialism. And you are in the psychic world. You are not in the spiritual world. So if you want to lift yourself from the psychic world, you have to know the kind of foods you eat. Don't eat food that has cyanide. Don't eat food that has prussic acid or hydrocyanic acid. All these foods will keep you in the psychic world. So if you want to transcend the psychic world and go to the spiritual world, you have to start your paradigm shift with some transition. Start some par paradigm shift. I used to be in the psychic world because of the kind of foods I, w I was eating. I was very, I used to be very irritable. I wake up in the morning. Nobody has hurt me. Nobody has done anything to me. Yet, I feel like chopping up people's heads. That's the same psychic world. But when I, turned, when I moved to the spiritual world, I became a totally different person, and I started scoring spiritual points after spiritual points after spiritual points, and today, here, here I am. So that's the difference between the psychic world and the spiritual world. Um, thank you. Doctor, go ahead, Amso. Oh yes, uh, Dr. Nardi. Um, I was looking here in the chat, and and uh, I just really wanted you to uh, to clarify the difference between cooked carrots and raw carrots that are juiced or eaten as a you know a raw snack. According oh, yeah, to yeah. Yeah, yeah. According to symptoms. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. It's good in the. In the heat of that passion, I missed that detail. Thank you very much for bringing it to my attention. There's a difference between carrot is very acidic, and carrot has a lot of uh, has a lot of uh, nutrient uh, health disruptors or nutrient blockers. But when carrot is cooked and is turned into carrot pie or carrot bread, or even when carrot is cooked uh, very well and then it is eaten. Um, it is very, very, it is, I will not say very healthy. It is healthier, far healthier than eating raw carrots with all the nutrient disruptors and acids. We are not rabbits. Rabbits have the mega enzymes that digest carrot in a few minutes, within a few minutes, all already digested. We are not rabbits. We are humans. <laughs> and if, and if you are not producing the kind of the kind of enzymes that rabbits produce, you are going to suffer from keratinosis. Ah! Uh, what a bombs at? What them bombs at? What them bombs at? What them tick them off? Hit them with a tick them off on that one. Let's uh, go down the sound effect. Tick them off on that one, abundance. Which one? Tick them off. It's like <laughs> near the right. bottom. Yeah, pick them off. Yeah, I see it. I was wondering what that was. <laughs> Hit him again. Hit him again with that. Run it back again. There we go. Now hit him with the air horn one time. <laughs> Let me tell you, he will put you to work. <laughs> Dr. Nardi said, Dr. Nardi said, we are not carrots. He, he said, we ain't no rabbit. You know what right. I'm saying? We ain't no rabbits. That that's a, that, that was the first pick them all. I, we had to double up on that. And then we have to realize that we can't be eating things without doing the actual research. 
You see what I'm saying? We done, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, that's how we look. We look like foreign animals who have habits, and those animals are looking at us like, why are you doing what I'm doing? You know what I'm saying? Why are you? It's like the um, it's like the lion that was raised by the sheep, and the lion was trying to go bad, and it wouldn't come out right. And he's still out there trying to go bad. And the sheep was like, look, man, you're supposed to be roaring out here. You ain't supposed to be out here talking about no bad. So I can see the same thing now. The trees looking at us as we eat nuts and, 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 and things like that and say, man, why are you eating my food? You know, when are you going to eat human when are you gonna be eating human consumable food that's that's built for humans? Eat nuts off of me. You just out here just going ham with it, you know? So that was what the air horn was for. Uh and noticing the difference between the psychic world and the spiritual world and, and racking up points. Racking up spiritual points versus r- racking up what you could almost call psychic karma. We want to go to the psychic world to ask for a car. We want to go to the psychic world to ask for uh, a certain degree of monetary status. We want to go mm-hmm. to the psychic world to ask to get even with somebody. Sometimes we may even want to go do a ritual to make somebody fall in love with us. All of mm-hmm. those things have, um, would you say, drawbacks, Dr. Nardi? Could that be a word I could use in this situation? That's correct. That's correct. That's correct because because – because one, one, what, what, what you have to do, what you have to do is, you don't swim, you don't swim upstream. You always go with the flow. That is what you do in the in the spiritual world. You see, when you do something that does not work for you, you don't force it. Just go with the flow. There is a reason that your DNA put you in that situation. Go with the flow. But in the psychic world, no, you have to turn around and still start swimming upstream against all the forces. I know everybody is. This is Original Native Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. The call-in number is uh, 347-205-9089. Y'all go ahead and start calling in. Press 1. Turn your speakers down. Raise your hand. I know y'all got some comments, questions, feedback. I'm also looking for some testimonials tonight. I want to hear about how people are using this information in their everyday life. I want to hear about how are people using everyday symptometry. Like next week, that may be the show. What is everyday symptometry? It's going to be between that and and fasting. You know what I'm saying? Because like my big brother A.A. Rashid say, don't talk over my head. Give me something that I can use in the next five minutes. Give me what, give, give me the tips, tools, and techniques so I can empower myself so when I get finished listening to this show, I can go out here and make some decisions. Let me go up here and look in this cabinet and throw some of this stuff out of the house. And not only, you know what I'm saying, well, boom, I'm eating all these raw carrots. How do I cook them and season them properly? Well, Dr. Nari's phone number is 708-697-4977. Between six, 7 and 7. I'm sorry, Dr. Nardi, can you give him the correct number or abundance? You know, you got my back, or you, or you may have a different number. Yeah, yeah abundance has the right number. Six nine one four nine seven seven. That's correct. One more again. Seven zero eight six nine one four nine seven seven. If you're ready, we got some callers in queue, coach. Oh, um, right before you bring them in, we're gonna bring the first one in. But Dr. Nardi, 
I think when you got into the passion of talking about the spiritual and the psychic world, I want you to answer that last part of the question. Does the amount of heavy metals or heavy minerals in your system um, have any type of narrative or determination on what realms you can reach in the spiritual realm? Yes, 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 because the word heavy metals speaks for itself. It's loud enough. Um, It's good. Yeah, when you when you when you have when I, I personally have not yet met an individual who um, who consumes foods that have light metals or consume foods that have uh, uh, um, consider considerably modified heavy metals uh, in in the spirit world. They are all in the psychic world. They are all in psychic world because. The food, the kind of food a person eats, the kind of food a person eats, you will never know the kind of heavy metals they they have until you go to the lab. Deconstruct these foods, and you see you you, you see the kind of heavy metals they have. Forget about you being a Korean, a Japanese, and all that. Forget about all that. I'm not saying forget about your heritage, but forget about the emphasis on this extraction, take the food that you eat to the lab, deconstruct it, let grass chromatography tell you what they have. And you see that, that there's a common thread that runs through all these foods. That's why we came up with the 45 foods. There's a common thread that runs through, that, that runs through all this and they, because they have heavy metals. Look at wheat. Wheat has a lot of cadmium. Cadmium is a heavy, heavy, heavy metal. So what are you going to do about that? If you continue to eat wheat without finding a way to soften cadmium, you end up suffering from paralysis. Paralysis paralysis could occur in the sphincters. It could occur in the sphincters. The, sphinct- the sphincters, you have the sphincter in the bladder that will cause incontinence. You have the sphincter in the in the rectum, it will cause anal, I mean, uh, rectal incontinence or bowel incontinence. You have sphincter in the in the in the in the in the gastrointestinal tract in the upper upper part that will cause difficult swallow- swallowing, very slow swallowing, and so on and so forth. You have sphincters everywhere. Then you have people who have a paralyzed face. The left side is paralyzed, or the right side is paralyzed. All this is coming from what? It's coming from cadmium. Down to goodness that we in symptometry, we have the, we have the particulate to ionize uh, cadmium. We have it. So if you have a problem, we will help you to ionize it, and this is how we clear the facial paralysis. This is how we clear the paralysis in the different sphincters because of cadmium. And we know how to remove cadmium. So heavy metals will keep you in the psychic world, but there is a way out. If you want to live the psychic world, we will help you to move the, from the psychic world. But we cannot help you if you don't ionize the heavy metals that are in you. We have the particulars to that, that, that will ionize lead. Lead is a heavy metal. Nickel. Nickel is a heavy metal. We have the particulars to ionize that also. 
So in symptometry, we are not just talking about heavy metals that keep people in the psychic world. We also have a solution. Try to help people who are stuck in the psychic world, leave the psychic world so that they move to the spiritual world. And when people are in the spiritual world, they are, they are loving. They become loving people, sympathetic people, tolerant people. What transforms this world into paradise? It is the number of loving people. It's the number of tolerant people. It's the number of sympathetic people that transform this planet into paradise. Mm. Thank you. Air horn, air horn, air horn, somewhere. I was taking, still taking notes from my fault. Let me get back to hosting. It's all good. Go ahead. Them notes. We are rocking with the best. It's original native radio. We're in the building. Orlando is in the house tonight. Ah, let's go ahead and get some of these calls popping off tonight. Let me uh, abundance child. Show them why you're so nice with this. Go ahead and um, bring on some of these callers. Right. Let's get this thing rocking. Our first caller, he's been on the line for a minute. Thank you for holding. This is Brother Kevin Richardson. He has a question about water and enzymes. Welcome to Original Native Radio. Kevin, you are on the air. Uh, hello, Dr. Nadi. Oh, I yes, recently bought yes, some sir. water, H12, oxygen 6. Do that help to produce enzymes? Uh, H12, H12O6? H12O6, yeah. Yeah, H O six is 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 a, it's a very very good uh, water. Um, uh, it, it 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 speeds up it speeds up the process of producing enzymes, and then two it helps it helps nutrients uh, and water to get into the cells faster. So it helps with the enzymes, but not like uh, it does not help to produce the template for the enzymes. You need the, you need to produce the template for the enzymes first. Then you drink H2O6. That's how it works faster. So how, how do you put in the, uh, what did you say? The template? Oh, the, the template? Oh, no. Uh, you, have, you have to, the, the template, that is something that you study in, in chemistry, and in, in, a tem, in a chemistry class. So uh, we know, without boring you, without, without, without boring you to death, uh, I will just tell you, I will just say that uh, we produce um, if you want to produce uh, a template for the heart, you have to you have to eat the foods that have carnitine. Carnitine is one of the amino acids. You have to get a CoQ10 uh, that you can get uh, as, as a supplement. You can get vitamin E that you also you can get as a supplement, and then you can get subatomic particles that you can only get from symptometry. So it is a combination of these four. That helps you to produce the template for the enzymes. And then you drink H2O6. This is how healthy uh, you will be. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, Mr. Richardson. We have Mr. Henson on the line. Welcome to Original Native Radio. Good evening. Thank you very much. Uh, good evening, welcome. Dr. Nardi. Oh, oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good evening, sir. How are you, how are you tonight? Oh, fine, fine. Good. I really enjoyed this program, and um, you know, the, the it's it's an interesting coincidence because the question I I wanted to ask you was if you would characterize how H twelve O six works as far as uh, increasing the number of uh, enzymes that we produce, and 
the last caller asked that question for me. So exactly. I just want I just, I just want to I just want to thank you for uh, uh, sharing your technology with us and answering some questions that we sorely needed to have answered. And uh, and I'd just like to uh, commend Amsu uh, for uh, propelling my hometown, Greensboro, to uh, the second. Uh, uh, most uh, impact to the place where symptometry seems to be having the most impact outside of Ground Zero there in Chicago, and I'm, <laughs> I'm very pleased to uh, you know to for it to be my hometown because as you know I have a strong and abiding interest and belief in symptometry and the e- efficacy of it, and I just want to thank you for sharing with us tonight. I've enjoyed it immensely, and Coach okay. Kyer. I want to commend you on a wonderful program, very well, choreograph- very well choreographed, well presented, and a whole lot of fun to listen to. Well, I appreciate it, Big Brother. You will be coming up soon because we got to get this water. A lot of people have been calling and asking me about this H1206. So anybody that's listening tonight, this is the brother on the line who is the who I call him the Black MacGyver. You know, I ain't, and I'm not being <laughs> prejudiced or nothing, but I've seen him take. A toothpick and a pair of and a, and a pair of pliers and fix a whole BMW and and, and build a whole kitchen. So um, I want to have you on soon to talk about you know what I'm saying the life the, uh, life structure Vital Water and just do a whole show with you and Dr. Nardi co-starring because the water is a very um, fundamental piece in what we got going on here because he talked about that at the beginning of the hour was the importance of water. And um, I definitely want to highlight what you are bringing to the table as well, you know what I'm saying, on all areas. I thank you very much. And uh, right now, if you could please give out your name and phone number uh, two times so people will be able to contact you who are listening to this show if they are interested in either being a distributor or getting some of your water. Oh, thank you very much, Coach Kyer. I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you so much for your interest. Uh, my my name is Clenard Henson, and uh, the water is Vital Life Structured Water, and my telephone number is three three six five five three eight seven nine one. That's three three six five five three eight seven nine one, and I can be contacted at an email of v i t a l e l s w for Life Structured Water. At gmail.com. That's V I T A L E L S W at gmail.com. And I thank you so, so much, Coach Kyer. I really, I really would love to have the opportunity to use your platform as, as, as a springboard for getting this information out there. Absolutely. And I think it would be an unparalleled point of access. Thank you oh, so absolutely. much. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you. And um, Coach Kyer's been drinking the water. I was there when he made. I wasn't there like the day he made the discovery, but I um, right. was there. I was there when they were on West Market Street, and he told me what the water was doing. I was like, "Come on, man! I can't believe that. That's just true science fiction." And now, <laughs> six or seven years later, um, I've been drinking it for the last five years myself. And if you all would like to read up on the scientific part of it, please go to Relaxation is the Key and look on the tab. Look on the tab, maybe up on the services or about us, and then you will see Vital Life Structure Water. It's on the Relaxation is the Key uh, site right now. That's the only page you'll probably find on the Internet. Um, but we are working to get a workable site up for Brother Henson 
so we can um, let people know what um, the water is doing for everybody and how they can access it. If you are in the Charlotte, North Carolina area or within a two- or three-hour drive through there or if you're always going up and down the highway on Highway 85, it would behoove you to call the brother and tell him to put you 10 or 15 gallons to the side so you can stop through and pick that up because either you're going to have that on at, at the house, drinking it for yourself and improving the health and enzyme capacity of your family, or you're going to let somebody taste the water when you get to wherever you're going, and they're going to want to buy two or three gallons off of you. So you win all the way around. So <laughs> that's what i got to say about that. Thank you, uh, Clint, for calling in. We're going to get uh, to the next you. caller. I appreciate it. The Absolutely. pleasure is indeed mine. Thank you so much. Peace uh-huh. and blessings, everyone. We got all right, the next caller. Hold on a button. Yeah. We got eight minutes to call in. Make sure everybody gets in because the live the stream will stop uh, running in the chat room on the internet. So if you're online, you'll be able to catch the after party. You know we go in on the after party. So three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. I know Neb Ray is in the chat, dropping that in there for me. That information about three minutes to go. Neb, make sure you hit him again with the phone number so they can call in and tune in to zoom in. Abundance child, take it away. All right, the next caller is Marku Amun. Peace, Marku. Peace, how are you? Uh, Dr. Nadi, peace, how are you? You're um, fine, sir. I have been listening. This is my second time. Listen, Coach uh, Kair, how you doing? Peace, everybody who's on the line. Ooh, much I respect to Marku is in the building. I appreciate this time. I have a whole bunch of questions, but I don't want to take too much time. I'd like Come to ask. I'd like to pass the mic to my beautiful daughter who's listening, and she has a question for Dr. Nardi. Go ahead. Hi, Dr. Nardi. My question, Hi. My question is, is fast food fruit like McDonald's or Burger King good, good for you? Uh, what was the question? I didn't catch the last part. What did you say? Is fast food fruit? Good for you, like at Burger King. What kind of fruit is that? The fruit that they sell in the in the fast food places is it good for you? <laughs> well, it depends. What kind of fruit is that? They don't sell mango there. They don't sell uh, uh, they don't sell pineapple there. Uh, do they sell banana? And is that a good banana where there are no brown spots? Uh, so I would like to know the kind of fruits that they are selling. The kind of fruits that they sell is... Yes. Uh, let me know. What, what's, the, what's the name of the fruit? If it is strawberry, no. I would not recommend that you, you eat strawberry fruit. You eat strawberry from there. No way. It's strawberries and apples and blueberries, and they put... Um, okay. Blueberries. 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 Uh, apples, blueberries, apples. Okay, apples, you can eat the apples in the afternoon, but not in the morning, because if you eat apples in the morning, uh, you, you will not be able to pay attention in class. You will not be able to pay attention in class. I want you to be very, very attentive in class when the teacher is teaching. So I don't want you to eat apple in the morning, but you can eat a- apple in the afternoon. When you come from school like this, you can eat apple. Then... Uh, because your level of concentration 
will not be too high. So you can eat apple in the afternoon. If you want, if you want to eat banana, eat the, 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 the good one that doesn't have brown spots on it. Okay? Eat the banana that doesn't have brown spots. But if you don't feel like eating banana and you don't feel like eating apples, then see if you can eat pineapple. Tell your daddy to get some pineapple for you. So let me know the kind of foods that you like because I know many children cannot digest many fruits. So I would like to know the kind of fruits that you like. Then I will tell you whether that fruit is good or that fruit is bad. Okay, thank you. You are welcome. <laughs> hit the horn, hit the horn, hit the horn, hit the horn, hit the horn on that one. Uh, uh, Marco, uh, how old is your daughter? Uh, my daughter is nine years old, and I'm. Oh, married. that was that was beautiful. That was a nice question that I got I got from her. That's good. Keep up the good work, man. Uh, Doctor you know I saw. Now the naughty, you know I start crying over here real easy. We got them used. I told you that we had a, I told you we'd be having the twelve and the fourteen year olds. Now we got the nine year olds. We got them set a record here on some Thomas. We got a nine year old that called in tonight. So my phone is yours. You can come on with all the questions you want. You don't you don't brought the child in first? You can go in. Well, I brought my go in. I have to give I have to give respect to my daughter first. You know, when she asks questions, I try not to push her away. I let her come to the mic. That's good. That's very good. Yeah. Okay, Marco, I, got, right. I, I know you got some questions. Come on. Uh, uh, does Marco, you ain't got no questions? I do. I, w- I would like some more information because, you know, like my daughter got on the phone, I'm trying to I'm – in, I'm in, I've been, been in America all my life, and I have been used to and accustomed to the cultural eating – I'm trying to break uh, some of the habits that have been formed, and I find myself uh, doing more fasting uh, and not eating because I don't want to eat something that I know that's not good for me. So I'm trying to find, uh, I know it's not, you know, it can't be easy, but what, um, for someone who's just starting off or looking for the right nutrients, like where can they not go wrong with what type of nutrient or, uh, food or ingredients to keep in the house without a doubt that you can eat this so you don't uh, starve, per se, for those who go a little extreme when it comes to the diet. Yeah, okay, thank you. First of all, you you uh, you like to fast, but let me tell you that nutrition <laughs> nutrition, has, nutrition is, a, is a paradox, you know. Uh, you eat, you'll be sick. You don't eat, you'll be more sick. You'll be sicker. So what do you do? So it's, it's, a, it's a dilemma. So what you do is you have to eat scientifically. Once you eat scientifically, what does that mean? Once you eat scientifically, you'll be healthier. So what does scientific eating mean? First, you buy the book. First, you, first you buy the book uh, uh, what to consume. That, that will help you, that will help you to, to, to transition, to prepare your transition. You see, uh, many people are used to eating certain ways and I would like them to continue to eat that way, but when they realize that uh, they are numb, they are beginning to make a mistake, they should not go to a nutritionist to ask for advice. The book, what to consume, is there. What will be the next step? The book will be the next step. You have the kind of foods that you have to eat. For instance, a person is suffering from chronic constipation. I have to bring it up 
because people ask, what kind of food should I eat? But, well, it depends on your, 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 your conditions, too. It depends on your genetic susceptibilities also. You have people who, have, who suffer from a lot of chronic constipation, uh, uh, belching, bloating, and all that. So what kind of food should they eat? I will recommend very strongly that they eat turnip green. You see, they eat turnip green. Some people will say turnip green is, does not taste good, <laughs> but well, you eat scientifically. You don't eat for your taste buds. You don't eat for your palate. You eat for your digestive system. You know, right. so what, what, what is going to help you to be healthy is what I'm going to recommend. So look at me. I'm originally from Ghana. There is no turnip green in Ghana. But here I am. I'm eating turnip green. And I love it. Right, so right. you don't have to eat culturally. <laughs> you don't have to eat culturally. When your culture does not have the right food, you cross over to another culture. Cross over. God gave you two legs. Cross over. Go. You know, Dr. Nardi, I think one of the, the, the one of the things that I hear from people that are on a uh, spiritual path or they're looking to cleanse is that they that they will look to eat the least amount of food possible because they see that that is a way of cleansing themselves. But over and over I'm finding with symptometry is that the deepest level of cleansing that we can do is through cell ionization and sanitation. Is that correct? Yes, uh, that is true. That is, that is, that is true. Uh, some people come from a certain background, you see, because uh, I come from a, a, a spiritual background. My mother, my late mother, used to be an apostolic uh, priestess. You know, uh, she even transformed our our house into a church. You know, so so uh, uh, she fasting was big for her. Fasting was very very big for her, and I did not understand the mechanics of fasting until I started studying quantum physics. It was when I started studying quantum physics that I realized that, oh, I see, then fasting will have to be done in a certain way. And after fasting, you, you have to prepare yourself before you do your fast. What are you going to, what, are, what, are, what should the preparation be? What does it entail? You have, to, you have to eat certain fruits before you start fasting. Then, if you are going to do a water fast, never do a dry fast. Never, never do a dry fast. Dry fast means... You fast for 24 hours without drinking any water at all. That is not good because during the, I am, I am tying, I am tying fasting into cell, cell into, into ionization. I'm tying fasting into ionization as a method of cleansing oneself. When, when, when you do drive, when you are fasting, you are doing decompression. You are decompressing the cells. Decompressing the cells enables the cells to release, to release a lot of a lot of color additives, preservatives, insecticides, pesticides from your cells that were locked in there. So that is that is why fasting is good. For those who did not know ionization, this is a good way for them to get rid of some of the impurities from the cells. These are impurities. These are not blockages. You can fast all you want. 
you will never, never, never be able to remove the blockages from yourselves. That is where ionization comes in. That's where ionization comes in. So if you want to fast, go ahead and fast, but make sure that you have room for ionization. Then you'll be clean, 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 clean. Your DNA, even your DNA will be clean. You are going to remove a lot of hindrances from your DNA. You cannot remove hindrances from your DNA by fasting. My mother did fasting and fasting and fasting. No, she did not. She did not remove all these uh, hindrances from her DNA. So uh, eating the least, eating the least is good. Like eating once a day, that is good, but it depends on the kind of food you eat. You may eat once a day. Your, your cells will break down less often. That is good. You are going to produce fewer blockages. That is good. But what kind of foods are you going to eat? That's why you need the, uh, the book title, What to Consume, so that this book guides you properly in your food selection. Thank you, Dr. Nardi. Uh, that book also can be gotten at symptometrybooks.com. Symptometrybooks, symptometrybooks.com. Just scroll down about halfway through the page, and you're going to see Dr. Nardi's first six books. He has some other stuff coming in the chamber, but he's giving us something for the uh, appetizer while he's working on the entree in the background. So also you can go to symptometrybooks.com and scroll down to the bottom of the Coach. Hello. All right, he dropped. Um, we're gonna have to get him back in. <clears throat> All right, so we're gonna go to the next call. Thank you, Marco. You're welcome. All right, brother Gar. Wait, no, Sister Yama actually was first. Yama. Hello. Sister Yama, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, I actually wanted the doctor to repeat what he was saying about um, increasing the amount of enzymes in our system. He spoke about it earlier, um, but he said he's he's not on the phone anymore. No, Dr. Nardi's on the phone. I'm going to try and get um, Coach Kair back. Could you answer that, um, dear brother? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Um, what you have to do to to hello hello. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good, 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 good. What you have to do to produce your uh, to increase the num the amount of enzymes is very, very, very important because um, uh, what I would advise you to do is um, without these additional enzymes, you will not be healthy. And I want you to be optimally healthy. So first, you have to get the zinc derived enzymes. You get the zinc-derived enzymes, calcium-derived enzymes. I hope you are writing. I don't know, but uh, calcium-derived enzymes, hem-ion-derived enzymes, hem-ion. You have to eat certain meats to in order to be able to produce these 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 enzymes. If you don't eat these meats, like many vegetarians uh, and many vegans, they do not produce hem-ion-derived enzymes. B12, vitamin B12 derived enzymes, folic acid derived enzymes, 
biotin derived enzymes, copper derived enzymes, inositol derived enzymes. Now, for the for those, if you want to if you want to gain weight, I will not recommend that you take inositol derived enzymes. But if you want to lose weight, inositol derived enzymes will help to properly position the amino acids in the in the in the in the DNA and the genes that are in your fat cells. This way you are going to have the gene for slimness to be dominant instead of having the gene for obesity to be dominant. So it's the inositol derived enzymes that have this that make this possible. You have to get protein derived enzymes. EPA derived enzymes. Um, uh, these are kind of fat. Uh, you get this from certain fats. Uh, in symptometry, when you get uh, when you get uh, carbon ninety eight, it's very easy for you to get to get the EPA and the DHA derived enzymes. So carbon ninety eight that we we make available in symptometry uh, helps you to produce this kind of enzymes. Then alpha lipoic acid derived enzymes. This is this is good because uh, it helps to, to, especially people who have AIDS or HIV, or to, if you want to prevent these uh, these diseases. These are the kind of enzymes that you need because they make the T cells very robust, very very robust. Then then you have the niacinamide derived enzymes. You have the riboflavin derived enzymes. R I B O F as in Frank. L-A-V-I-N, riboflavin. You have the chromium-derived enzymes. Then you have the tocopherol-derived enzymes, vitamin E, tocopherol, T-O-C-O-P, as in Peter, H-E-R-O-L, tocopherol-derived enzymes. So if you want to produce an enzyme surplus so that you're able to digest all kinds of foods, you are able to, to break down all kinds of heavy minerals. You are able to produce all the body essentials to make you optimally healthy. And you have to, to help your uh, DNA cleanse most of these uh, uh, hindrances. These are the enzymes that you have to produce in your enzyme surplus column. Thank you. All right. Um, I'm sorry, I just want to um, clarify. So basically the approach to take is to use certain particulates as well as eat certain things to support the production of the enzyme. That's correct, yes. Okay, okay thank you. Thank you, You're sir. All right, we have a few more callers. And the next one, oh, it seems like we lost him. So it was uh, Brother Gar. So our next one would be Renee. You're on the air. Yes. Hi. This is Jaquetta Renee from Greensboro. Hi, Dr. Nardi and Dr. Amsu. How are you? Hey, Renee. It's good to hear you. Your voice. That's good. That's good. Yes, sir. How you doing? Fine. 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 Great. Well, by popular demand, we are having you back in Greensboro on June 30th. <laughs> and we have secured the location at Mount Zion Baptist Church 
and we're going to put the tickets on sale as soon as tomorrow. And if you wanted me to, I can go ahead and let them know how much the tickets are going to be for um, one week, and then after that, the tickets will increase. So we're giving a discount for one week if your listeners are interested in buying an advanced ticket. For sure. Okay. It will be uh, $15 going on sale starting tomorrow until June 6th, which is next Wednesday. And then after that, they'll increase to $20 until June 27th, which is um, one week, one, I'm sorry, four weeks from Wednesday. And they can actually purchase the tickets by going to PayPal, and I'm going to go ahead and give you my um, PayPal email address, which is the letter J R C. R A N D as in David E at N C A T dot E D U. Can you repeat that again, the PayPal? Sure. That's J as in Jack R C R A N D as in David E at N. P A T dot E D U. All right. Yes, thanks, Sister Renee. Great. If they have any questions, you can make a note of my number as well. I'm at 336 area code 340 Would you like me to repeat that? Yes, ma'am. Great. 336 340 2016 and my name is Renee. I do have a question for Dr. Nardi. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you were just I thought you were going to spare me for now. <laughs> 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 no, uh, actually, I wanted to ask a question because it's about to turn summer and you know in North Carolina it's pretty hot. I'm originally yeah. from Philadelphia and I know this that uh you talk about not eating ice. So what other, uh, I guess, nice, cool drinks that we can take in this summer? Because um, I really like my water ices and my smoothies, so maybe you can talk a little bit about some other type of nice, cool drinks for the summer. No, no. You see, the problem the problem is, please, if you want to drink something that's a bit cold, you can, yes. you, can, you, you, you can put it in the refrigerator for about 30 minutes or between 30 and 45 minutes and take it out and drink it. After okay. 45 minutes, that is when the carbonic acid process begins. I see. So if you want to do something cool, put it in the refrigerator for 30 minutes to 45 minutes. That's it. Oh. Then okay, you can drink great. it. Then it, then it is very safe. Very, very safe. Okay, very safe. Okay, great. So oh, you recommend good. that we do stay away from smoothies and water ices? You see, now you want to, you want to turn me into uh, food police, you know, uh,
But just make sure that you have an enzyme surplus before you start eating them. If not, they will make you very nauseous. Okay. Well, we have your books here, and we will have the books on the 30th, so when people do attend the symposium, they will be able to pick up the books, and I'm going to definitely look into how many much uh, enzymes I need to have before eating my honeydew. So I do appreciate that. <laughs> okay. All thank right, you, Renee. Thank you, and See you soon. Thank you to Abundance. All right. See you soon. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We got two callers left, Serena and Courtney. Peace, Serena, you're on the air. Peace, greetings, and good evening to all the doctors, Coach Kair, and the Abundance Child. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm delighted to be exposed to all of this wonderful, wonderful knowledge. My question is, I love pineapples, and it's a good food by symptometry. However, I have an allergic reaction. It makes my tongue itch. Why does my body react to the pineapples? Yeah, thank you very much. You are uh, you you have an enzyme deficit. If you are if you if you if you do not have an enzyme deficit, you will not have had a reaction because even though um, many fruits are the waste of the trees, um, pineapple the seven of them pineapple uh, papaya mango and all that uh, they are they are one of the few they are some of the few uh, uh, fruits that. Uh, most humans are able to digest without uh, without uh, serious problems. We have, I've met people who are not able to digest uh, papaya at all. They are they are in the same group like you. Uh, the reason the reason is that um, bromelain and quercetin they are very very uh, they are very very difficult uh, uh, to digest, especially on the in the tongue area. Some uh, so in, in, in others, it is the palate, is the palate area, the soft palate itches or the hard palate itches. And yours, in your situation, is your tongue that itches. Your tongue is itching because the enzymes that your tongues are supposed to produce as you are, as you are, as you are eating pineapple, they are not able to produce this kind of, uh, of, 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 of enzymes. So it's an indication. It's a, it's a sign to tell you that your tongue is not in the best of shapes. Your tongue is deficient, and it's good that pineapple is bringing this to your attention so that you do something about it. Because if you don't, you soon begin to have not only a reaction after eating pineapple. Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying this to frighten you, but I've had people whose whose tongues have 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 gotten stuck to their palate. I've had people whose tongues were swollen. Tongues were swollen. I've had people whose tongues became very rigid. So in your situation, pineapple has brought this to your attention so that you did something, so that you, sorry, so that you do something about it. Amazing. So pineapple is not, a, it's not an evil. It's rather, it's, it's rather a fruit that you have to be very, very thankful because it has brought out something that has been hidden in your body all this time. You are suffering from a serious enzyme deficit. And that enzyme deficit, it is your tongue that is manifesting it. Not, not your skin, not your palate, not your, not, your, uh, not, not your ankle, 
or not your knee. Some people, there's a knee that itches after eating papaya. So others, it is the, the elbow that itches after eating pineapple. Others, it is the place, another place that itches after eating mango, and so on and so forth. Oh, I will stop eating mango. Don't blame mango for bringing out this symptom. Thank mango for bringing out this symptom so that you address this condition. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Serena, for an excellent question. All right, no, next up we have uh, Courtney. Yes, peace. Good evening, everyone. Hello, Dr. Nardi. Yeah, um, so my, my question this evening is about um, washing our foods. What should we be washing our foods in? Because sometimes, I mean, we're farmers, and we really put a lot of attention to keeping things fresh. And But, I mean, sometimes you can see the spores on the food in the field. So, um you know, with our our beans, our rice, our our different vegetables, our different fruits. What do you recommend, like washing our foods in to remove as much contamination as possible, even from organic stuff? Yeah, I know, I know. Thank you very much. Um, this is what I've always advised uh, people who grow their foods organically, because don't forget that uh, in Ghana, uh, people grow most of their foods. You know. Uh, uh, this uh, this idea of uh, buying things in a supermarket is very foreign to Ghana. Most people go their food, or you go to the farmers market and get it fresh, fresh from from, uh, from from the from the source, from the from, from the field. What I recommend that you do is you make sure that you you wash your your items in in uh, in salt water, but make sure that it is iodized salt, so that there's some. There's some chlorine, there is some there's iodine, and there's some sodium. The combination of these three, the combination of these three, uh, prevent prevent moles from using folic acid for cell division. And once you are able to to address this problem uh, on the farm before you take your stuff, your produce to your house or uh, or uh, to the market, uh, you have used a natural way. You have used a natural pesticide, a pesticide to get rid of uh, of uh, uh, these parasites. Because don't forget that uh, these parasites predate human existence. They have every right to be on anything before we eat them. So if you don't know how to remove them, that is your problem. It's not their problem. They were here first, so they have they have they have they have the right to to to, to colonize the leaves, the fruits. The, the, the nuts and everything before humans get uh, have access to these items. Thank you. And so, like our pineapples, our mangoes, our watermelons, the things that you know aren't always I, I, right. I always, I, I always first at, at first when I used to be in Ghana, I used to eat, uh, I used to eat uh, 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 mango with, with, with the with the with the with the skin because that's what nutritionists taught, taught us to do. And then I discovered that, no, 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 you don't need it. You don't have to do it because uh, you don't have to eat the skin. Uh, the, the skin has a lot of pect- pectin. That is true, but uh, you can also get pectin from other sources. So uh, why should I force myself to get pectin from, from mango, from, from, from the skin of mango, just like getting pectin from the skin of an apple? You know, it's not necessary. You can have pectin from other sources. So if you have to, if you, if you want to wash your fruits, Pineapple, you don't have to wash pineapple, just like you don't have to wash uh, a banana, because the peel, uh, the, the skin is, is thick enough to keep all molds out, except except when you had the tough mold that was able to pierce 
that was able to pierce the the skin of the pineapple of, of the of the of the banana to get into into the fruit itself into the into the into the, the meat of the fruit that is where it's very very dangerous that's why i recommend that the brown spots be carved out or be removed or if there are too many brown spots i'm sorry throw it away and get another banana Okay, and do you have a concentration for the salt to water ratio? Like, what would you recommend we? Have I, I would, I would, I would uh, yes, I would, I would always, I would always recommend that you, you take a, you take a plastic cup, you take a plastic cup and add one, you add half, you add half of the plastic spoon, uh, uh, plastic spoon to the table, uh, plastic spoon to the, to the plastic cup full of water, and you stir it always. One plastic cup of uh, full of water and half a plastic spoon of uh, iodized salt. Okay. Now, if okay. now it depends, it depends on it depends on how much produce you have. So, if you are on the farm and you have a whole lot, well, just multiply or mo- just do the just do the multiply effect. <laughs> just mm-hmm. multiply, 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 yeah. and then you have a whole you have a whole uh, basin. You have a whole uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, 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 pot full mm-hmm. of uh, yeah, salt water. That's good enough for you to rinse your your produce. Uh, yeah, I've just been noticing on like our the pineapples, organic pineapples. I've been getting they're fine when you get them home from the store, but then as they ripen, I've been noticing you know molds growing on them. And exactly. Like, like, yes. 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 As I said, <laughs> they have every right to be on everything because they were here first. So, but if I wash them when they're still green, this could possibly prevent that from even occurring in the first place. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Because it's like if you touch what's on the outside of the skin, but then you're still preparing the food and you've touched the outside. That's what I've always been thinking about with contamination. Same thing with beans, you know, because they're in storage too and just, you know, really kind of. The same thing. The same thing because the most dangerous one is the mold. If you don't remove them, if you don't remove them from the fruit or from the from the produce, if you don't remove them, then you must have a particulate to ionize them once they get into your digestive system. And if mm-hmm. you don't ionize them, their toxins will remain there forever. And the worst thing is if you have an infection, if you have an infection, the moles, the toxins of the moles will destroy the white cells around the area so that the infection will be chronic. This is why when I'm treating people who have HIV and all that, the first thing I do is I give them the, 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 the particulate to, 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 to remove the toxins of the mold. And then once we remove the toxins of the mold, it's easier now to get to have access to the, to the viruses and to the bacteria and all that, and the protozoa. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, just to share with the audience, the reason why I'm asking so many questions about mold is because I had been eating scientifically since the first show, and then um, I was having kind of a little symptometry temper tantrum, and I said, well, I've, I, I've eaten peanut butter and I've eaten raw cacao all of my life, you know, for like years and years, and I'm just going to have a little. And I, I didn't call in the last couple of shows because I haven't had a voice. Like my throat kind of almost half closed up, and I've become really sick just from eating those. So I want everybody to really bear witness and hopefully not make the same stupid mistake that I did, that um, these molds really are present in these foods, and they are very potent and dangerous, and especially if you come off of them and (laughs) to reconnect with them, it can really, really knock you. It's been a couple weeks for me, 
And so I just, um, that's why I wanted to really know how to cleanse my food and stop this from going on <laughs> with my body because it was really, it was really quite shocking and scary to um, see what happened. So I will not stray again. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, oh, thank you, Carmen. Yes. All right, we got one more, and that is Kimberly. You're on the air. Hi, good evening, everyone. Hello, Kimberly. Kimberly. Hey, Dr. Noy, I have a couple of questions for you. Um, The young lady um, just before just asked you about um, the type of enzymes that um, we need um, to be able to build a surplus of, and you gave a, a long list of enzymes. What determines or would that be the symptoms that we have and what what would determine which one of those enzymes we have deficit of or are we deficit in every area because this process is so new for us? No, um, this is what you do. First of all, you know, first of all, you try and see um, which of the, uh, which of the 45 foods are you not able to digest. They uh, are, they are, these are the 45 foods for the whole world. They, are, they, they, they transcend tribes, regions, and races. So what you do is, which foods are you not able to digest? Some people are not able to digest uh, um, bread. Even though uh, white bread is the best, white bread is the best, some people are not able to digest it because <laughs> they are not able to digest uh, uh, calcium bromate. They are not able to digest Aluminum uh, hydroxide. So it is not, it is not the bread that they are not able to digest. They are not able to digest the yeast okay, that is well. in that bread. They are not able to digest the yeast that is in that bread. So why are you not able to digest the yeast? You are not able to digest the yeast because you have a folic. You are you, you have the folic acid enzyme deficit. You have the zinc the uh, enzyme deficit. You have the calcium enzyme deficit. And then you have the hem ion enzyme deficit. These are the three. So it depends on the kind of foods among the 45 foods that you are not able to digest. So don't tell me that, oh, this food is not good for me. Well, it's not good for you because your body is bringing out your weakness. And instead of you addressing this weakness, you run away from it. Look at all these people who are not able to digest uh, wheat. Oh, uh, it's all from celiac disease. Therefore, you have to eat gluten-free. <laughs> you're eating something that is gluten-free, you'll be deprived of many other nutrients. So the best way for you to know what you are not, uh, and the kind of enzymes you need is let the food that you are eating very often tell you about your enzyme status. Let your food tell you about your enzyme status. Most of these things we don't know. You will never know your enzyme status until you start eating certain foods. Okay, so for an example, I just had curry goat the other day for the first time, and I was very, very gassy. Would that be an indicator? Yes. That's a big one. And, and, and Dr. Nardi, we, we, we don't, do we know where the goat was cooked and what kind of oil used in cooking the goat? I prepared it myself with canola oil. I cleaned it and prepared it myself. Okay. 
Okay, so here, so this means that this means that the good protein is creating a problem for you. And in order to be able to digest, like I know, I know people who cannot eat fish. They cannot eat fish at all. If they eat fish, they will be sick for about two or three days. So it's not the okay. fish that is bad. It is you who are not able to produce the enzyme to digest fish protein. In your situation, you are not able to produce the enzyme to digest goat protein. Even though goat is excellent because it has a lot of phenylalanine, a lot of a lot of a lot of nutrients for for the brain, and that's what I recommend for uh, for, for for hormonal uh, imbalance and and for, for for brain disorders. I recommend that. But if you are not able to uh, digest goat protein, well, you have to know how to how, you have to know how to produce enzyme to digest it. It's just like a person who uh, says I'm lactose intolerant. Lactose intolerant. It's not lactose. It's not you drinking milk that causes that. You are not able to break down benzoyl uh, benzoyl uh, peroxide in, in in the milk. You are not able to to digest lactalbumin, which is uh, 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 milk protein. You are not able to to, to digest uh, uh, other 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 chemicals that are in the goat. I mean that that are in the in the in the milk. You see. So don't blame the food. Blame what you are not able to produce. Okay, so should I should I pay attention to that because I ate it again tonight? So I'm going to see how I how I act because I know the second day and the third day my bowel movements were crazy after I ate just two pieces the other night and I ate it again tonight as leftovers. So I just need to pay attention. Yes, you pay attention, but at the same time you have to learn to produce an enzyme surplus. Okay. And then okay. My so, next so you, you you produce you produce a template you produce a template then that, that template will help you to produce more enzymes. So okay. should I um, try to eat other forms of hemp iron to see if my body reacts to these other? Because this is like my mind is starting to align with my cells. I know I need to eat these meats, and I've never eaten them. So I said it's time for me to start. So should I then try to eat some other type of hemp iron to see how I react to it? I would recommend. I would recommend. I would recommend that. But for for a person who has not eaten this kind of food before, give your genes time to learn to produce the, the the to release the genetic material through DNA and RNA, so that RNA produces the enzyme for you to digest uh, goat protein properly. Doctor Nardi, go- can I add? Yes, please. Uh-huh. Can I add something right there, Doctor Nardi? Yes, sir. Uh huh. You know that um, you had reminded us from paradigm to paradigm transition. That's, That's correct. what I call you must turn on the turn signal before you implement the actual turn. So I think that's what Dr. Nardi is getting at uh, when you have never introduced these things to the body. They have to be introduced slowly. So that's just your cell saying we interested in it, but you ain't going to be able to force feed us either. <laughs> okay. I also have another question. Is what do you suggest that we clean our meats with? Typically, um, uh, you would clean your meats with lemon juice or vinegar. What would you suggest that we clean our meats with? I would, I would, recommend, I would recommend vinegar. I would recommend vinegar. I would recommend uh, salt water. These are natural, these are natural antiseptics. A natural, natural antiseptic, especially salt water. Ooh, very, very powerful. You know. Okay. And 
and uh, uh, citronella citron is good is is good for for cleaning surfaces, but not uh, not human tissue, uh, uh, no surfaces, and uh, uh, the private part, for instance, for the woman, that's that's excellent. Uh, but now it depends on the amount of water that is in that citronella. It should not be too concentrated. But when it applies to uh, hard surfaces like uh, wood or, or metal, then it should be more concentrated than when it is applied to the human body, uh, to, the, to, the, to the human uh, uh, body, uh, the skin or certain parts of the membranes. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Wow, I know why they call him Sir Stamina, Coach Kaya. <laughs> oh, yeah, he goes hard. For real, I want to remind everybody before, you know, they go to please make sure they go to symptometrybooks.com, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y, books.com, all right? Whew. My hand hurts so much. We we got some more callers in the queue tonight, Abundance. Nah, I screened each and every one of them. I'm going to go do another look real quick. I wanted to check the chat. Let me see. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, a 678 snuck in. You're on the air. Yes, hi. Good evening, everybody. This is Doc Baj. How are you? Dr. Maxwell Nardi and Sue, Coach Kair, and welcome, Abundance Child. Yeah, thank you. Listen, I have a question for you. Um, What do you recommend people use for um, for dishes? Um, We we discussed that uh, some time ago, and uh, what I would recommend is uh, a good solution that has citronellol in it. Um, I would recommend citronellol. Tell it for me, Doctor Nardi. Okay, it is. C I T R O N E L L A. Okay. No, double L, double N. Double N, okay. Yes, then double L. Okay. O L. Wow, I never heard of that. Citronellol is a chemical chemical that is part of the uh, part of lamb oil. Uh, okay. When you when you when you put uh, lamb oil in the lab, you have a tiny film or a, a tiny yellow film that mm-hmm. sits on top of the of the lamb oil. Okay. And that is that is citronella. So okay. when you when you scoop that alone, it's a very very powerful antiseptic and very powerful uh, tissue builder. Is this something we can buy, or we can only get it from you? Oh no 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 no! You can you can you can get it. You can you you can you can prepare it yourself. You can prepare it yourself uh, okay. by by yeah just by just by the green lime and and lime? Then squeeze it. Yeah, okay, lime. Green yes, by, okay, go ahead. Yes, I'm by, listening. Yeah, by the green lime, and mm-hmm. then you 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 squeeze it. You squeeze it into water, like into mm-hmm. a, a plastic cup. Mm-hmm. I will not. I will not recommend uh, any any metal. Stay away from all metals. I will recommend a plastic cup, and okay. and then, and then you and then uh, you squeeze you squeeze half half a uh, half half lime, uh, lime mm-hmm. into into half uh, uh, half a plastic cup of water. Okay. Half lime, 
mm-hmm. half lime, mm-hmm. half plastic cup of water. Okay. And that gives you the right amount of citronella. Okay. And wow. then as far as the, making the dish, though, what do you do with it? I mean, do you put it in a dish bag full of water or what? Yes. From there, you are free to do whatever you want to do. So I can just mix it with water then, and we're good. Okay, very good, because yeah. I knew you didn't want us yeah. using regular dishes, and I'm glad I got enabled to ask you because that's important. Thank you Absolutely. so much. And listen, I just want you to know that you are such a treasure. You, you you are changing people's lives. I don't care what they believe in. If they really want to live and stay on the planet, all of the disbelief that we can be here and be in health and be in joy, you're giving people hope because they're they're settling for dying. They're settling for whatever the doctors are telling them. And and I'm so glad that 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 there's enough evidence that that just doesn't have to be. So I just love you and I welcome you into my world because you are such a treasure. <laughs> uh, thank so you, thank you very much. Thank you. Your energy is good. All right, I'm going to leave you guys. I'm still listening. Don't dump me. Just leave me on hold. Thank you, Kair. Thank you, Ensu. Thank you, Abundance Child. I thought you were saying citronella, like, you know, like you could buy in the store the, the <laughs> essential oil. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> well, I, 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 I had to spell it because, believe me, we live in a crazy world where there are people yeah. who are just distorting things left and right mm-hmm. just to cause, confuse the masses. And then once people are confused, then they are easy to exploit. Then they exploit them, freeze them to the bone. We symptomatic is here to stop all that. At least for people who want scientific information, they will have a place to go. Now, it's not like uh, you want some scientific information and you don't have, you don't have anywhere to go. Now, symptomatic is the point of reference. It's the frame of reference. Oh, yeah, I'm thankful. Coach Kaya, are you yeah. still with us? Oh, absolutely. I'm back in the building. Uh, I want to just give a big shout-out to Abundance Child, her whole Stop Playing movement, the Girls Society, AMSU as the president and uh, leader down here at the North Carolina chapter of Symptometry. I want to also give a shout-out to Kimberly up there in Virginia for putting in her due diligence to get ready to bring uh, Dr. Nardi up to the Northern Virginia, uh, D.C. metro area, She's working hard on getting that up there together, being very creative, taking risks, um, living living some time with you on a daily basis, not just talking about it, you know what I'm saying, but walking the walk. Uh, appreciating everybody who's called in tonight, letting Original Native Radio add some champagne to your campaign. Um, mm-hmm. Listening to these shows is like the it's like the first part, you know, us igniting the fuel, but you getting on the line, calling Dr. Nardi, you all purchasing the books, doing the research. You know, I I, I want to show not only the world, but I want to show Dr. Nardi that his science is appreciated by actually doing the research and doing the study. Like a week from now, two weeks from now, people should be calling in saying, well, look, Dr. Nardi, on page 14 of the downside of nutrition, you said X, Y, Z. What does this mean? You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of questions that we want to start uh, bringing to the table and turning these not just into listening lectures but living workshops of light. Um, I also want to let everybody know that the School of Symptometry 
all these sciences, we can't put Dr. Nardi in the position of, oh, he's so much above us. The brother went and started his own college, his own school, his own university, so we can have and produce 1,000 doctors by the year 2015. Now, Abundance, what do you think about this brother that came over here, overcame all these adversities, and then now he has an institute of learning, and the tuition is only $150 a month, where he's sitting there combining all these combinative knowledge and, and scientific evidence, and he's trying to come up with a 1,000 science, a, a thousand doctors to help him heal in the world. What kind of thoughts or feedback do you have about that? Well, my thoughts are going to be positive from the positive pole because uh, this show put me in the spiritual realm, and I'm, no, for real, though. I, I actually had a question, Kaya. I'm like, what age, you know, how do you start? For example, I homeschool my children, and for me, you know, I get private tutors for my children for certain things that I just cannot teach. So um, I would be willing for the 16-year-old to um, for to, to pay that tuition so that she can get this information now. She's totally into this, this stuff. Dr. Nardi, oh, she has oh, a 16-year-old no. daughter. What do you got to say? <laughs> well, um, that is that is very interesting because uh, um, um, there is there is room for there is room for people even who are younger than 16 year old. I mean, look at this nine year old who asked me a question, and I was able to answer her question. I can go down and down and down to people's levels and write things for them to understand or speak in such a way that they will understand. So we we are doing our best to break down chemistry, physics, quantum physics, down to the level that people can understand. Instead of coming out with all these bombastic formulas to throw people off board and confuse them and all that, we don't do that. So the age is total, age is totally irrelevant in symptometry. Age is totally right. irrelevant. Well, I have a nine-year-old daughter also, and I homeschool both of them. So. I'm going to be calling to see if I can get a, a good rate to put both of them, you know, <laughs> in. Because for real, I, I seriously do uh, pay for both of my children to get the mathematic lessons that I don't remember calculus and all that type of stuff. However, <laughs> I wanted my children. I wanted my children to be well above what they would be if they went to public school or private school. So I go ahead and make sure that they have that. And so um, this will cover the chemistry and physics and all of those types of things as well. And, and, and for somebody, you know, who I'm raising them kind of, you know, by myself right now and I have this career as a punished child, I'm willing to do that because I've just refused to put them back into regular school. This is what I want them to learn. And I want them to go learn that food pyramid, you know? You see, that so the, 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 the problem, uh, uh, Abundance, the problem is when you put them in a regular school, they will ask them to study the kind of physics that is not applicable, the kind of chemistry that is not applicable, the kind of biology that is not applicable. Right. I mean, you study all these things, you have good grades, and yet you cannot apply any of this knowledge to anything. Now, look at this young, look at this young, young girl who asked me this question about if I go to a fast food store, a fast, fast, fast food place, 
what kind of what kind of fruits can I get? What kind of fruits can I get? You see, it's it's applicability. You go to a fast food place and you see things with your own eyes. Now you have to use your best judgment. That's what we do. Mm. We do we do we, we learn knowledge, then we apply that knowledge and we get results. If you don't get results, you go back to the drawing board and try the second time, try the second time, and the third time, and so on and so forth. That's what we do. Mm. Yeah, so, Kair, you already know my answer. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've been listening for a while, so I'm good. I think that what he's doing is what we're all supposed to be doing. And I think he's able to do this because he has corrected his DNA or reactivated his DNA, whatever it is that he wanted to call it, I get it, even though I might not be able to articulate it. And he talked about how he stays in the spiritual realm, which is, you know, in the positive. That's why he's able to do these types of things for our people. And like the sister said, you know, he's coming into households via your show and, and really changing, you know, people's lives. That's what we need. That's And that's in the spirit to stop playing. So I'm with it. And thank you, Claire. Hmm. Allow me to be a part of this. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Just get that that downside of nutrition is written. Like your sixteen-year-old, it may take her three hours to read it, and your nine-year-old may take her a day to read it. But one thing I like about Dr. Nardi's writing style is the books are so easy, and you could ask Kimberly or Amsu or anybody who's already taken the entrance exam and passed that the book is so is so simple. It's almost like a thriller because you can't, like, the chapters are short, the letters are nice and big, and he didn't write it over anybody's head to, like, you know, try to show off or nothing. So I think it's just one of the most, you know, well-crafted books that I have in my in my library, you know, and it's my mama's reading it. Like, my mama, for, for, for Mother's Day, when I asked her what she, what she wanted to eat, she had what to consume in her lap. <laughs> and she, and, and wow. she said, she said I want some. Um, she said I want, like she wanted some fish that day, so she picked out some some fish that was in uh, what to consume. She said she wanted some asparagus, and she said she wanted some um, what, whatever. Everything that she picked out that day, it was a very simple meal, but it 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 came out of what to consume, and. Um, I went to the store and got it. She didn't even let me cook for for her that day. She 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 thinks she's a better sometimes cook than I am. So I don't even <laughs> argue. I just move out of the way. I'm so not, you know. Drop squatting on him with this information. <laughs> right. Drop squat kitchen. So, drop squat. You know what I'm saying? Go you ahead, Madam. Trying to throw that in there, right? Come on. I just want to you know make a make a, a reference to the school. And um, the school is there. There's no um, multiple choice uh, questions on any of those tests that I've taken for centometry. So it does challenge each individual I know because um, it filters. You know, it's just like it seems like just because Doctor Nard has been ionizing and, and 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 being in the spiritual realm so long. So and actually to get into the there's actually a filtering process that goes on. Um, at least that's been my experience and, and, and some of the things that I've I've seen as as a part of my 
uh, position in the school. So, um, you know, it's, it's like, okay, definitely we want people to come to the school and to be um, centometrists to come in and to learn, you know, the science so that we can, you know, spread this information and, and, and really, you know, help clear our ancestors' DNA and become better people. Um, and at the same time, also, uh, you know, contribute to um, our own health and well-being. And, and, and the school will definitely bring out the best, and it, it would definitely bring out the best because, I mean, Dr. Nardi, if you would speak on that some, would you, about the um, about the school um, and, you know, the reason why you why you started the school? Oh, yeah, I, I started the school because that, 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 that was my mission. Uh, my mission was I was told, I was told, and who told me? Well, the people in the God's planet are responsible for all these messages. I'm told that uh, this is, is so is so important that uh, uh, other others will also have to learn how to learn uh, what what I'm being taught. It should not only stay with me and with my family, and it should never never be a family business. That uh, these are specific instructions. It should never be family business. So if it's never it's no good to be a family business, then what should it be? It can only be a school. So. I started this in 2009, and uh, I, tried to get, I was trying to get the, the, the school approved. It was very hard because, well, they had to come up with all these hurdles, these hoops that I have to jump. Uh, uh, do you have a syllabus? Oh, okay. Uh, well, what are the books? Which textbooks are I going to use and all that? And if you are going to use these textbooks, then I'm, then I'm sorry. Then the, the, the school will have to be approved by the Council of Higher Education, uh, but uh, because you are going to use the textbooks that are, that, that are that are in the public arena, so I had problems upon problems upon problems. So what did I have to do? I had to write I had to write the textbooks for for the school. So I wrote 22 books, and it was these 22 books. Uh, it took me about one and a half years to write many of them, about 18 of them. And the downside of nutrition was the first one that came out. Uh, much much sooner, and after the downside of nutrition, there were other books, other books, other books, and then the the board now reviewed the the academic, academic qualifications of uh, that I that I planned for the future lect- lecturers, the the entrance exams, the passing grade, uh, the tuition, and everything. They reviewed all that. They said, okay, now we we can we can approve this uh, as as a school. So eventually, that was what, that. These were the hurdles I had to clear. So if I did not have the intestinal fortitude, the energy, and the, 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 the experience, the teaching experience, because at the University of Liberia, in, uh, University of Liberia, I was a, I was a French instructor. So all these past experiences helped me to put all these things together. All the way to the end We're going to probably Take this joint out On the song Did uh, Renee Or Jaquetta Come on the line tonight Am Sue Yeah she She was. She came on 
Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, definitely, I wish she would have gave out her website also because she'll probably be working with uh, Kimberly to come up and put this new trip together. But it's still on. Let's just put them back on so we can get that. You, Renee or Kimberly? Maddie, let's go to y'all on the air. I'm Renee, here. Still available. All right. Renee, you still on the line, a.k.a. Jacqueta? Yes. Can you give the the people your website just in case they need to start uh, planning some trips or travel agency because you also um, have have, have put together a lot of fabulous trips that a lot of people don't know about, and you have a lot of good things going on yourself. So I just want to know for the work that you've been doing in the background, I want to just give you a little shine tonight as well. Could you please tell people, um, what website they can go to to uh, book travel through you or how they can get in contact with you if they need some expert assistance in that area. All right, I appreciate that. Again, my name is Jaquetta Renee, and if you're interested in any type of group travel or individual travel, my website is www, the letter A, R, W A Y, T O. G-O-T-R-A-V-E-L. That says A-R-Way-To-Go-Travel.com. My telephone number, if you'd like to reach me, is 336-340-2016. Again, that's 336-340-2016. And I do uh, group cruises, so if you're interested, feel free to give me a call. And I do have a couple that's already set up for this year, and we have started a few for next year as well. Or if you'd like to start your own cruise as a group, you can give me a call. I'll be more than happy to go over it with you. Thank you, Tyre. You're welcome. And uh, I'm going to make my announcement right now while I got Jaquetta on the line. Um, I'm doing a – there will be a relaxation is the key. Sexy workshop, Valentine's Day cruise, leaving out from Miami on Thursday, February the 14th, 2013. Uh, it's going to have all the bells and whistles on it. It's going to have Cosmophysics on it, doing the Astro Harmony. Uh, Abundant Child is going to be there. Ra'aku is going to be there. Uh, Maku is going to be there. Chris and Littles is going to be there. Ever Reese is going to be there. They didn't even know about it. They damn self. I'm just letting them know tonight. Now, Denard is going to be my special guest up on that rascal. Uh, Amsu's going to be in the building. He got a machine that's going to be checking out ours and doing all other kind of stuff. So it's going to be a star-studded event. Jacquard, go ahead and start looking for them dates. I will give you a call tomorrow. Let's look for some some exotic. I'm trying. I'm thinking about taking cats to Belize. Let's go down there and look at some of that clear water, do some scuba diving, and really get this thing popping. So that's my announcement. Y'all go ahead and look for it. Go ahead and put your little pennies together, and um, let's get this thing crackulated. Um, also, everybody needs to be in Greensboro. If you're in traveling vicinity, uh, three to four hours, um, June the 30th at Mount Zion Baptist Church, all the information will be posted on the Facebook page as well as symptometry.com. Um, so please check out those two pages symptometrybooks.com as well as the Facebook symptometry page as well. Please put your comments on that page about how you felt about tonight's show. Leave some interest. Share it on your page. 
so we can turn some people on to the show. Grab one of those shows out of the archive and post it on your page. 